Hello, welcome to the Computer Games Show. My name's Sean Bell. I'm joined by Matt Murray. Hello. Uh, James Farley. Hello. Nearly forgot your name then, that was weird. Um, <laughs> no Dave again this week because he's playing football at the Den, um, which I only realised this week why it's called the Den. It's because they're the Lions, aren't they? He always says... Yep. The yep. Lions Den, that's it. The fin- home finally, of finally British got that. football. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, a special guest. We've got PC Gamer Features Producer, Imogen Mella. Hello, that's me, actually. Hi. Wow. Hi. Hi. Hello, Imogen. <laughs> you seem shocked by that information. Yeah, I just sometimes I forget are my you. own name. I'm just like, oh, wow, that is me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, g- genuine question, because I'm intrigued. What, obviously, I've worked with features editors before, but mm-hmm. what's the difference between that and a features producer? Features producer kind of is like a fancier um, staff writer role, I would say, was the best okay. kind of way to describe it. Because it's kind of a luxury to have people that specialize in features. Normally, it's like news yeah. and guides. But a features mm-hmm. producer typically is just someone who is writing features, trying to think of takes on the current events of you know games uh current Mm -hmm. games like playing everything they can and just to have a constant flow of like current thinking about games that aren't just reviews and previews um but that means i also do some stuff like uh, some video scripting and you know vo Mm. and um but then i also do help out with guides and seo stuff and news when need be so basically you become a bit of a you know a multi-tool but features really is your bread and butter and that's kind of where you sit Cool. Um, right, we'll start the show by thanking our Patreon producers for this month. We've got Aaron Patrick, the QuickBooks chap, Simon Nelson, Jack Oven, Moomin Biscuit, Trans Rights of Human Rights, Dave Ernsberger, Colin Brown, Gasman, Happy Birthday Sam and Neil, Gabsy, Rocketman76, Rekt Reese, Happy New Year Sam, Love from Neil, Grey Dragon Claw, Fred Fenge, Smooth Monkey, Happy Mother's Day Sam, Love from Dr. Farley's Sexy Fan, and Don Whiskerando. Thank you very much. They all went to patreon.com forward slash TCGS and signed up at the highest possible tier. I'm not really sure why. You don't have to sign up at the highest one. Um, there's there's other ones as well. We are, <laughs> we've said for like the last two weeks that we're going to get the bonus show done. That hasn't happened for various reasons. Um, Matt's had a bad week. It's been Matt's It was my fault last week. Yeah. I had to have some um, emergency dentist stuff happen. Ugh. Yeah, um, which is never so, fun. Is but it? it'll be out this week. Yeah, promise, promise yes, we will 100%. do it. Uh, <laughs> and we're definitely doing the talks over on Wednesday, right? What? No, um, Saturday. Yeah, Sa- no, I think it's Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, I can't do Christ. Wednesday, Thursday. Christ, sorry, I'm all over the place. Um, so yeah, we're definitely doing that on Saturday. So yeah, go to patreon.com forward slash TCGS if you want access to that. Or if you don't, leave it. Just don't worry about it. <laughs> if yeah, you yeah. don't, Crack on. don't. All good. Exactly. <laughs> Those um, who don't, just don't. <laughs> yeah just don't mate like it's easy just as don't. can we make <laughs> that the episode title just don't <laughs> just don't it's like the the anti nike slogo slogo slogan love a slogan. Not, not having a good one tonight um <laughs> there's still some tcgs con tickets available i mean we kind of keep mentioning this and it now it's starting to sound a bit desperate um the fact is we've still sold way more than we ever expected to and we're very pleased but if you would like a ticket you can go to tcgs.co forward slash tcgscon. I mean, there's literally like five points. or six left. It's like now now yeah. it's just a point where I want to sell them all. <laughs> there's <laughs> coming a six left. Come on. Come on now. Yeah. What else, what else have you got on? 
There's four hours of up to four hours of of laser crest and then a live show and up then like a meet hours. and greet and drinks no after. Gonna, what Matt, we, need, <laughs> we need to stop saying that. No one's going to play four hours of laser crest. They'll they'll die. But that's why Cricket said up to. Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> laser quest goes quick. It well, does go the quick. thing is, because we had, I know we, we talked about this briefly last week, but we, we've had a meeting with John who, who runs the, the Laser Quest place and, and he was basically explaining, he's like, you know, like the usual crowd, like kids and teenagers, you can run a 20 minute game, but realistically, <laughs> this is mostly going to be men in their 30s. So we'll do sort of eight to 10 minutes. Um, just, to make, just to make sure no one passes he, out. He was like, he was like <laughs> looking, looking at you. It's like we're thinking like t- <laughs> ten to fifteen minutes will be, we'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. Don't want to, don't want to push it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Matt, the notes say here fantasy football winner exclamation mark, which is well out of my no, my it's, purview. No, I'll, I'll leave that to you, Sean. Go on. I've lit. Matt, I've no idea what happened. <laughs> no, no, no. Just, so <laughs> it, yeah, so the football season has ended, and with that, as has fantasy football i mean it's something that i i'm a massive nerd about and but but you know but we have we have the winners of the tcgs championship which is obviously the the big the big the big league arguably the biggest fpl league there is in the game and it's my honor to to say well done sean everwide or their team on thin rice who won this year's (laughs) tcgs championship but also this year they introduced a cup so we have a cup winner and that is shane james with red devils united well done and we're in the cup uh, well done both for you. I, where did I place? I, I don't know. I can't scroll down that far, but um, <laughs> didn't do. Oh no, I was twenty second. Um, so out of how many? Um, uh, uh, well over a hundred. I don't know. I, okay. I, I, oh, I have one hundred and twenty like people. Second twice. You know, twenty two. <laughs> yeah. Don't I, yeah. So out of one hundred and twenty people, I came twenty second. So I think, <laughs> if anything, I'm the winner. Respectable. Um, but yeah, well you done. Say, well done to everyone. First, the worst. 22nd, the best. That's what they say. Third, the, the one, the hairy the, chest. The hairy chest, yeah. Or the treasure yeah, chest, yeah. depending on who you speak to. The treasure chest? <laughs> yeah. It's always been a hairy yeah. chest. I've never me. heard that. I know, I went to an all-girls school. I think that might have been the alternative. Oh, right. Okay, right. That, that was the safer work <laughs> version. <laughs> Don't mention hairy chests. Mention treasure chests. That's the safe one. Treasure chests, but what's yeah. The, uh, yeah, okay. I, I don't want to unpick that any further. Um <laughs> Move on. Matt, did we get any feedback? I ask as if I mean I've looked at the doc. We've got absolutely loads, which is nice. We're gonna start with Jack. Hey, chaps! I just wanted to say congratulations on episode three hundred. What an achievement! Sorry for being a week late. Blame my lack of internet down in Devon on holiday. I've been a listener since week one. Signed up to the Patreon since day one, and yours is the only show I listen to consistently for the six years you've been going. I'm one of in inverted commas. Those guys who are too nervous to make themselves known in Discord and too socially awkward to book tickets for TCGSCon on my own, even though it sounds fucking awesome. I basically just wanted to say how much this podcast and the content you guys put out means to me, and I hope you continue well into the future. One day I'll build up enough guts to buy tickets to something so I can have a drink with you all at the age of 37. Pathetic. Anyway, cheers. I've got a lot of feedback on this letter, Jack, right? Go on. Well, for, 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 for start, don't call yourself pathetic. Doesn't matter how yep. old you are, so yep. so you can stop using that language. And like, th- there are actually loads of people going to TCGSCon and have been to previous meets or live shows who have gone on their, gone on their own. Like, you'll be surprised how many people are probably going to this without someone else, without someone else who might listen to the podcast or maybe come with someone who doesn't 
listen at all. Um, so you'll be you'll be amongst friends where you where you to where you to come to TCG Descon even if you are on your own. So yeah, like most people are going to be there on their own. Yeah, I mean, are we all on our own in a way? It's just going to be a room of 150 <laughs> people, yeah. nobody talking. It's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. I mean, don't worry. I'm terrified. I'm, I'm absolutely <laughs> terrified. So yeah, yeah. But fine. James, you're terrified of meeting the listeners. You're you're basically saying to Jack, like, I don't want to meet you. Thanks. <laughs> That's a- Good interpretation. Oh, it's the and yeah, the whole thing, and you know, it's going to be a bit weird. Everyone. It is going to be a bit weird. Um, but yeah, I mean, just to add to what Matt was saying. So Jack, I so due to my day job which is secret and i'm not allowed to talk about it not for any good reason he's, just he's because, a spy he's a spy yeah because i'm a spy mm. i've got i've this week on <laughs> i've got to go for afternoon tea at for work um at like a big country estate and i'm absolutely shitting it because i'm gonna just feel like i mean i'll wear my flat cap and everything but i'm gonna feel like a total imposter um so i get it but it's just fine man yeah are you gonna have to like right. conduct lots of Work-related small talk during yeah, that event. about you know dairy and stuff. Oh, that's an insight. Weird, yeah, a little clue. Ooh, ooh, cheeky. Um, <laughs> what's next? <laughs> yeah, it's tough. I'm, I, I'm going to um, some awards things this week, and um, oh, yeah. and that ooh. also is just going to have to involve lots of networking and small talk. I am not equipped for that. Yeah, but at least you're fundamentally interested in your day job, Matt. I'm there is that. I'm at a disadvantage there because. I just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but no if anyone's listening and they're like you know i, I i'm or i'm gonna go on my own or i don't have anyone to go with then then go because loads of people will be in the same boat and I, i'm gonna buy name badges with like and I'll, there'll be a pen so everyone can put their name on on their name on the name on their sticker and put it on their Is chest thing, and doing that it's all good i'm definitely doing that yeah all right cool you're gonna, I mean, it's gonna be helpful for me just in case people don't yeah, exactly yeah <laughs> yeah i'm gonna say hi i'm matt and i'm yeah. uh yeah um okay well anyway thanks jack for the message a uh, gas man uh, message us how is the show about david you ask well imagine three men boarding and graying sitting around talking at length about how difficult it is to find stuff around the house <laughs> yeah Look, i feel like we went downhill <laughs> after the slip listen, debacle. just i mean to be clear i'm younger than dave i'm the the baby i'm the tender age of 37 i'm the baby of the Are group you really i didn't know that yeah okay um, nice. well go on you sound di- yeah, well, <laughs> I, I just assumed you were older than david sorry <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to take that. To be honest, James. Um, <laughs> Sincere respect, yeah. Sean. I respect you a lot. You okay, know, thank like, you. you. know, you're. I this is you're like... like an elder statesman of like this stuff. Elder you know. statesman. You're really, yeah. you're really like getting yourself out of that hole now. That was, <laughs> yeah, really, that yeah, was yeah, very yeah. good. Really, really rowing back. It's like that um, that height thing that was doing the rounds on Twitter. Did you all see this? The the what? Yes. Where it was basically, it was oh, like just asking thing, all your yeah. followers how tall they think you are. Um, because you just, it's just interesting to see how people perceive. Your height. <laughs> How tall are um, you all? Um, so I'm five eleven, um, and I've, I'm, you know, proud to say I've given up trying to convince myself that I am six foot. I am five eleven. <laughs> it's fine. It's nothing, nothing wrong with that. Um, but yeah, everyone on Twitter was like, "Oh, I reckon you're up five eight, five seven. I was like, "Oh fuck, that's upsetting." To, yeah, I need to, uh, you know, learn to assert myself more. I guess be a bit more imposing. I'm only like five eight. Five eight and a half on a good day. So I think Leon Cox guessed it on the first go. Oh, did he? Um, I was like, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm, I very much give off five foot eight energy, don't <laughs> I? <laughs> um, how about you, James? You're you must be you must be around five eight yourself, aren't you? Yeah, I'm about roughly the same height as you. I think roughly. We've, no, hang on. Yeah. We've been through this. 
and then Dave started producing photographs where Matt is clearly shorter than James. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <So let's> <laughs> James was wearing heels on that day. <laughs> what about you, Imogen? So are you. But yeah. I'm 5'9-ish. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, but I do often like wearing heels to events just to scare men a little bit. Um, Fair enough. It's quite they fun. They deserve it, broadly yeah. speaking. I mean, it, I mean, typically it's just kind of fun just being really tall at a games event <laughs> as a woman. You, you yeah. just, yeah, it's just, it's just an intimidating force, isn't it? <laughs> it is, yeah. I mean, I, also, I, I bumped in. What well, I met um, Sarah Dyer yesterday at the My Chemical Romance gig. Oh yeah, yeah. And Did you have a she, fight? We didn't have a. Well, yeah, she pushed me down some stairs. It was oh, yeah, quite, classic, classic. Hamlet, Sarah, yeah, had to be called, but um, it, it was all right. No, no, I, she was, she was, she was taller than I expected. She was taller than me. Was she? I didn't really have a preconceived height, but yeah, you know, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, well, okay, yes. So yeah, I am, I am short, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so so uh, <laughs> that's our response to Gasman's comment about us not being able to find stuff. Uh, but on the subject of that, hide and seek has messaged mm. us on the subject of being not able to find things. I want to spend an hour looking for my keys at work, and eventually found them in the staff room fridge with the milk sat on the side. What mm-hmm. happened was I was mid conversation with my colleague whilst making tea, got distracted, went into autopilot, grabbed the first item off the side, thinking it was milk, and stuck it in the fridge. It really surprised <laughs> me how long it took to find them. So what I love about that story is presumably the colleague saw you put your keys in the yeah. fridge and leave the milk on the side Didn't and say they were anything. just too yeah just too polite to say anything I guess. Yeah, but there's there's a logic there though, like for putting keys in the fridge. I can understand it, that. Is there? Yeah, you put them in there. Maybe it's like you want something cold in your pocket, you know, so you just think I'll put my keys in there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Go back. Do you mean <laughs> Go no, on. You might, Why do you, you might. something cold in your pocket? It, it's hot. It's a hot day. Yeah. You know, and you're just thinking, stick your keys in the fridge. They're metal and they'll, they'll yeah. get cold. This, and then one small your bit of my thigh will be yeah. nicely cool. This is, for no, no, not, this is not You could like, put your hand in there, have a, have a feel, and it's like, oh, it's nice and cold. Say, like, I thought you, like, maybe you were going to say, like, I don't know, you could like put it on your forehead or something just for a little bit. <laughs> No, you just I, like have a, have a just, little rummage around. I mean, like, I can cold. see it's like a turning of your pillow in the middle of the night on a hot, like, you know, yeah, hot yeah. night. But no, there's no way. Because <laughs> keys go only one side. So you would be like yeah. off balance, hot and cold with like one thigh cold. That's yeah. no, it's just, no, that would be But it's just, like a, it's just like a little like glass of water, isn't it? You know, like no, when, you're, when you're really no, hot. It's <laughs> not. It's getting worse. <laughs> So oh, I, I know you get those things you go in the microwave, and are they called hot pockets? I don't mean the food oh, thing. Yeah, yeah. Like you can yeah. put in the microwave, and they keep your hands warm in winter. But like I've mm. never thought about doing it the other way with a set of keys. But do you think? I mean, I mean, would the keys retain the cold? That's what I'm wondering as well. No, I mean, what what no. I do in like the summer is, you know, um, hot water bottles. I will instead mm. like freeze one, and then I'll put yeah. it under my feet when I work, and that cools me down. Oh, nice. Yeah, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. So you'll fill it with water. Yeah, f- fill it with water uh, and or just Maybe, ice cubes, yeah. like if I can like crush them and put them in. Or I yeah. like fill it with water kind of and then put it in the freezer for a bit and then take it out and put it onto my feet. Um, I've never thought about doing that either. This is great. Yeah, that that's, is, that is a really good tip because that like keep me that kept me like going through like last summer, I think. <laughs> there's that and there's the classic, you know, trainers in the uh, in the fridge or something like that. You know, that, that works as well. What trainers so, in the, the fridge? The classic. Is that yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the classic. I mean, I know, I know I can't talk because <laughs> I'm the guy who wears shoes in my house. But putting your 
dirty shoes in the fridge. I can't do it anymore, obviously, because my wife is. wouldn't like it. But you can, like, you know, I you wonder why. It, you can put it in there and they cool down. <laughs> and then it's like you put them away. Oh, that's lovely. No, that's but then if they even there. smell a little bit, then you're contaminating <laughs> things, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah. What if you put them in a bag or something? It's fine. But the, uh, Imogen, I think you're forgetting. It's the classic. It's the classic Imogen. It is <laughs> a classic. <laughs> for a shoes in the fridge. Just put your whole outfit in there, man. Why stop it? You know, shoes, wallet, keys, t-shirt, yeah. jeans. Just bung it all in the Do fridge. You know, I'll tell you suit. what. My first job, I worked in the co-op. And uh, yeah. I worked there in, in the nights, and mm-hmm. it was often very hot in the summer. And I yep. used to love those massive freezers because you could just walk into oh, them. Oh yeah, yeah. Which yeah, was yeah, really yeah. I thought you were going to say you're going to like climb into it. Yeah. Like, in the, no. <laughs> you know the ones they've got like the in pizzas. the warehouse where it's yeah, like all yeah, the stuff yeah, that isn't on display, yeah. and yeah. it's just like that's all. Then yeah, just go in there. That's brilliant. That was. If I'm, being, used to, if I'm being honest, though, I have heard of people putting their t-shirts in freezers or like you know like, but I think that I can't tell if that's just a very British thing because yeah, we, ju- we just possibly. can't deal with it or it's the half caribbean in me talking and it'd be something that i saw like as a kid like, <laughs> out there you know i don't know i can't remember which i mean i'm knowing now that i guess i don't take summer seriously enough there was me just opening a window or no putting no, a fan no, on, no and now i realize people are putting their entire wardrobe in the freezer mm. and keys yeah. mm. i mean when i worked in catering we used to occasionally as a treat um, we've get, Here we so go. we used to get so we used to get you know like the big sort of industrial buckets of like mayonnaise and stuff, right? Oh no! no, this is, <laughs> no you used to like no. get those out and throw them at each other. I used to fling them like that bit in hook. Everyone's just having the food. Fight. No, um, so when they were empty, obviously we'd, we'd wash them and then stick them out for recycling. But occasionally we'd just keep hold of one and just fill it. So it's big, this huge like ten liter bucket or something stupid like that. Just fill it with cold water, and everyone would just walk over and just stick their wrists in it and just kind of stand there for a minute. Their wrists. <laughs> really weird. Yeah, no, it's really cool because not the hands, veins, just uh, their wrists. Yeah, that's <laughs> quite like, a, like an Achilles heel <laughs> situation. The opposite, I guess. Um, no, it's like a, yeah, you put your entire hand in, and, but crucially, as long as it covers the wrist, because obviously because your veins are really you know close to the surface so it theoretically oh, cools the blood. News. yeah this is a good uh yeah, video sorry. Games podcast isn't it okay what's <laughs> next <laughs> let's get on some angry feedback that's much better alex right. i hate to oh no i won't do the voice but you can imagine <laughs> i hate to do this because james is my favorite but you had a 15 minute discussion on how bad the new playstation extra and premium tier games were seemingly without having read the blog post which starts by saying it's almost here and new playstation plus services launching soon and we are pleased to share with you an early look at some of the games that will be included during the launch time frame even later in the blog post it clearly says i'm pleased to share selection of the content that will be available on playstation plus extra and premium slash deluxe plans some of the games and a selection of the content will be available so it's not a full list then you have sean saying it's not as good as if you downloaded all the games illegally for emulation is it <laughs> no sean it isn't and we all know that's what he meant by people with an emulation setup and james congratulating himself for predicting that it wouldn't have any ps5 games even though it includes death stranding director's cut demon souls destruction all-stars ghost of shushima director's cut amaternal possibly with more once the full list is out and that's from alex can i can i address the last point first Do you want to go first yes okay, go on. i mean i did actually say that when we were talking okay, great. about Next. it <laughs> I said there's hardly any PS5 games on here, and then I even mentioned a couple of those as being the thing, and then the rest is PS4 games. But go on, go on, Sean. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, Alex, if you're going to, you know, tell us off for not reading things properly, don't put something I've supposedly said in quote marks that you've made up. <laughs> like, I did not say it's not as good as if you downloaded all the games illegally for emulation, is it? <laughs> um, that's not... <laughs> I mean, yes, that is, of course, that's, that is, I was completely open that that is what I was implying by people with emulation set up. I don't, I don't think that needed further explanation. I wasn't trying to hide it. And I specifically said that I knew it wasn't a fair comparison. I was just making the point that, like, yeah, if, if you're well into playing loads of retro stuff, you've probably either got yeah. like a substantial physical collection or you've probably sussed out an emulation set up by this point. So a, a selection of like, I mean, I'm scared to get it wrong now. However many PlayStation 1 games it was um, in the current list, just it wasn't very good, really. That's and all. That, and that's the point about this, is like we can't make, we can't pass a judgment on how good something is with we only on, only on what we're being given, like the information we're being given at this stage. Yeah, and, and like the of information- course they will, they will, of course they will add stuff. Yeah. Like obviously, and I'm it will get better. That. That's but just as a, yeah, but just as a an opening list... It wasn't great. Exactly. I also don't believe they are going to get to like 700 by launch or... No. No. no I, I, absolutely I, not. Yeah. So all we can do, as they say, you know, comment on what we've been, uh, what we've read and what we've been told so far. And so far, it's disappointing. All right? Correct. Everyone? Yeah. Everyone go okay. Right. Uh, Matt Spink. Hey, um, gents, regarding your chat on the last show about how long to an end indicator for games, PS5 already has something like this. The activity cards tell you how long you have left for the main campaign or for each chapter. I find it super useful for working out how long a play session could be and if I can finish a certain objective. You often know about that. I know. Yeah. There are, there's one of those features that I've completely forgotten exists, you know, whenever <laughs> I play. It's, it's yeah, terrible. I tend to avoid it, though. Do you? I, t- I tend to just not want to know, because I feel like there have been moments in games before where you think that an ending's coming or it keeps going mm. and something else happens or something just happens out of the blue that ends that particular, like, little bit of story. So yeah. I often, like, though it is very useful, I imagine, for, you know, like, building your life around something that you want to, like, sit down and have a good amount of time with, I often don't want to look, because I feel like it's, like, it's not a spoiler. There's no way I can call it a spoiler. But I'm just like, you know, I just kind of don't want to know. I just want to just find out how long this goes on for. Um, yeah, totally. Like this was, yeah, this is like what we were going back and forth on last week, wasn't it? We were, we were saying like, yeah, it's, it's like I say, it's not a spoiler, but it is going to sort of color the way you play it or the way you perceive mm. things that are going on. Like, yeah, if you're if you're like, oh, well, I know this, this is going to end in two minutes. It, you're just going to view things slightly differently, aren't you? Yeah, to be like, oh, okay, then this guy's going to kill this guy. I get it. Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like- <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's yet another, like, feature that I've kind of forgotten about. Like, um, have have any of us, I know, Sean, you don't have a PS5, but um, mm. uh, Imogen, I, I assume you do? I do. You do. And James, obviously you do. Have either of you two used any of, like, the video tips things? And aren't they even still in games these days? I used it for, I think it was the Astro, Astro's Playground or the first game. I think I used it for that because there was one thing during the, um, because I was platinuming the game and I couldn't just find a piece of puzzle or something like that. I just couldn't find this last thing. So we did Mm. use it then, but otherwise I don't think I've ever used it because, um, Actually, I had the fortune for doing something like a... The, I mean, the most game I've done on the PS5 was for uh, some BAFTA judging. 
And um, and I felt like I couldn't use it then on the basis that I just wanted to see, like, if I thought the game would, you know, lead me yeah. in the right direction or, like, mm-hmm. you know, do things yeah. correctly. Like, you know, the game design was good enough to lead me where it needed to. So I haven't really, apart from that one time very early on. Yeah, I mean, I've still mm. never really used those features. I still kind of, the, the whole UI of PS5, just, I still haven't quite fallen in love with it like I thought I might have done it. Still feels like a little bit style of a substance to me personally. I don't know. I, I I like it. I mean, I know Dave is going to come on and be and have a go about that next week when he's back. <laughs> but I think it's absolutely fine, and uh, I still quite like it. But yeah, again, similarly, I had never used those cards though. It's just I don't know. Just don't even think about them. It's uh, you know when you're playing a game, it's like I don't really want something that's going to take me out of the game and think like how this is sort of artificially constructs what you're supposed to be doing. I, I don't like it. Mm. Yeah, no way. Uh, Garrison Savannah, interesting chat about handheld gaming last week. The new AMD graphics architecture Sean was talking about, talking about is the RDNA2 graphics. The Steam Deck is the only handheld that currently uses it, as far as I know, which goes a fair way to explaining its price and uh, to performance ratio. I'm eagerly awaiting my Steam Deck arriving. I think the hardware is really good. So I'm happy to take a risk on the first iteration. Most issues have been software-based and Valve has been throwing out updates at it constantly. I also don't think 4K screens will be the norm in handheld devices for a long time, if ever. When you see the density of pixels or pixels per inch of a handheld screen uh, taking into account 1080p or even Steam Deck's 1280 by 800s, is enough for a great experience. Yeah, totally. Like we, Because we, we talked about this, didn't we, when the... the- OLED switch was announced and they were for a little bit we're like oh it's still 720p and then it's like oh actually it makes basically no difference at that size mm. <laughs> no um yeah i mean the the comment about the the steam deck's price to performance ratio i mean because one thing that's interesting about the steam deck that i don't think we've really talked about yet is that like it can be cheaper because it's got a you know a game store attached to it like Valve can sell you a Steam Deck knowing that they're probably going to sell more games off the back of it and take a mm-hmm. cut from that. Ditto, obviously, like the Switch as well. Um, whereas, you know, like we've said, like there's there's all these other um, sort of Steam Deck type uh, devices that are all like twice as expensive because they don't they're not going to get any of that extra revenue down the line, I guess. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I assume Valve, like all the other hardware, and you know, kind of uh, all the other people are making their money through software, not through hardware. Yeah, uh, I'd totally. love to know what the what the markup is on Steam Deck. Yeah. Uh, we're going to end with Gene, dear TCGS and friends, but particularly Sean. Hello. I took Sean's suggestion into heart and began watching Joe Perra talks of you. Yes. And about two minutes into the second episode, my wife stared bewildered at me and asked, "How did he hear about this?" Without flinching, I. <laughs> replied simply with it's Sean Bell's favourite show not missing a beat she retorted sounds like a Sean Bell show so, so congratulations Sean I talked about you casually enough that I can simply mention your name and that's all the context that's needed thanks for letting me be natural from Gene oh, I love that that's, that's lovely thanks like for that. letting me be natural oh yeah sorry that's that's accidentally became my sign off when I host <laughs> um, so you'll you'll hear that later uh, <laughs> uh, yeah no it's nice like knowing that you've become like a semi-fictional character in some people's lives yeah like um, people just know your taste and yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that, you yeah. Know, that does sound like a Sean thing it's kind of like have you ever had that thing where like someone like follows you for uh, like on Twitter for a year or two years whatever and then one day like their partner follows you as well have you ever had that 
I don't think. Um... And it's like, and obviously, the, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But it, for a second, you're just like, have they like talked about me like over dinner or something? Like, what's what's happened? There? I've I've had people introduce like partners or like yeah. I mean, just within the games industry, going mm. like, oh, or, or, like, oh, you're Imogen, and I'm like. Uh, uh, <laughs> like I don't what have you heard? Uh, yeah, yeah. That scares me. <laughs> but that I've never had it like, yeah, someone's partner that I've actively just gone, oh, you followed me. Oh. It's weird. Mm. I mean, if it's not, it's not weird. No, it's perfectly pleasant, but, just, but it's also. But you, but you just wonder how, yeah, you just wonder how that came about. Lots of conversations, you know, uh, yeah. just, with, just before we turn the, you know, the lights out of bed. You're like, yeah. I wonder if Sean does like. The new Alan Partridge. Okay. There was who was it? No, I, um, and th- this is that. This is like a one of my nicest like expo memories. Uh, someone's. I think oh, was I with Dave? Um, and yeah, and we sort of stopped and chatted, and he had like one of his kids with him, and then like, and then sort of as as we walked, we, you know, we said bye and walked away, and then we heard him like say to his kid, like, "Oh, that's Sean and Dave from the computer game show." It's like, fuck, man, that's amazing. Like. And I mean, obviously, no seven or eight year old should be listening to this because it's got <laughs> swear words in. But um, yeah, yeah, stuff like that's really nice. It is, yeah. Well, that's it for feedback. If you want to leave us feedback, go to tcgs.co/slash dear tcgs. James, I haven't, I haven't done a news intro. Has there oh, been anything in the news? Has it been? A, I've, I've not really been paying attention. I mean, the actual news, not the games news. Uh, I don't know, not really. I mean, so, it's a bit it's a bit of a rubbish week, honestly, again, like with yeah. the news as well. There's not yeah. that much that's terribly that's interesting. That's how you sell it. That is how yeah, you that's... hype up the news section. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so just to, just to explain for Imogen's benefit, um, but when I was, so when Dave was on paternity leave and I was hosting, we had this this ongoing joke that I would do a news intro for James that referenced real world news events. Um, real news Ew. yeah actual news not you know <laughs> not just game stuff like actual important stuff um and i've just i don't know i've just i've lost i've lost my my chi for it i can't do it anymore oh. nothing about the cost of living crisis sean well because i can't i don't really feel like joking about that nothing about party gate you could have especially when we talk about frivolous things like games and be like you <laughs> should spend money on this thing no you shouldn't but Elon Musk, sure, you again, should... I, I, I detest him, so I can't, I don't know, I can't bring myself oh, to joke You should have done something on crypto. There's, there's loads That's of things true. you should do on that. that. And then we'll get yeah. all those people emailing us again. <laughs> again? No, let's not do that. Yeah, we've had a few yeah. crypto guys message us. Mm. Um, That's said about that, the better. James, what is the video games news, please? Okay, so PlayStation Plus, we talked about it last week. And complained about it and everything. Mm. And Controversially, yes. and got it wrong. Weren't yep. impressed. Got it wrong. Uh, you know. I mean, out there they say we didn't. Actually, we did get it wrong. We got it right. Actually, we did. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, it seems that um, they're going to bring trophy support to older games. So mm. some PS1 yeah. classics are going to have trophy support. So they're going to add that. And I mean, this this goes back to a patent that was awarded like March 2021. Um, so we kind of knew this was happening. But I don't know. Great. I guess. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, oh, it's, shit. it's... Oh, you're right. What's happening? Sorry, mosquito season has started again. Sorry. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> no, it just suddenly flew around in front of my screen. I need to now find it and kill it. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> serious. Oh, my okay, God. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, that, that's terrible. Sorry. I got... Nope, it's all right. It's, it's, it's keep, staying keep in. Keep it in, Matt. It's fine. Oh, it's staying uh, in. <laughs> 
Sorry, uh, Sean. Yeah. Just, I mean, it's it's nice. Um, obviously, yeah. If you're charging for access to all the games, obviously it's one thing um, to just charge to you know access them in the first place, but to uh, like actually put some work in and you know sort of well, you know even if it's not like a remaster or whatever, um, sort of bringing them sort of in line with you know the the framework that you're used to with with modern stuff is is cool. Um, I mean, I'm not a big trophy or achievement guy, but I know some people who really are. So they'll love this. I mean, the only other thing that's happened as well is it turns out that those PS1 classics and stuff that they're releasing are also going to be on their on their you know their service are also going to be like purchasable as well. You know, okay. so you can you don't actually have to subscribe. You can also just buy buy them individually as well. Oh, that's interesting. Do we know how much they're going to cost? No idea. Although if you already own them like on PS3 and stuff like that, you'll already you'll have access to them as well with all the oh, right, okay. updated stuff. So, yeah. It's funny though, isn't it? Like we're, we're saying that like it's really cool, but of course that's how Xbox has worked for a while now. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. yeah, I mean again, I'm also not into trophies, but it, it's pretty cool to see kind of oh, you know, much older games that were there way before the advent of trophies and mm. and achievements being updated or you know to include this stuff. So mm. again, if you're a fan of these older games and you love you love trophies, and this is like a dream come true. So I, I think that's I think I think that's commendable that they they've done that. Cause they didn't have to do it at all. They didn't have to add trophies to the older games. So I think it's I think it's a pretty cool move actually. Yeah, I kind of think yeah. this is the really like I mean we were talking about emulation very briefly earlier. And, you know, the idea that some people will have just, if they were really craving that, like, retro gaming experience, they will have probably, if if, if really desperate enough, turned to emulation. This kind of gives people a reason to feel like to connect back to the official hardware. Yeah. Um, which, uh, you know, I'm not a huge, like, uh, trophies person. But now that there's that option there and you can get something that, you know, makes your, like, uh, your collection feel complete i mean for example i'm a a massive uh ratchet and clank fan um Mm. i would you know if i could get the you know the trophies for the old games you know the games i played growing up i probably would do that is that you know is it worth the money uh who knows but you know (laughs) i work in games i can often like justify that to myself um (laughs) as you know something i should do um and could potentially make money back from later on <laughs> in my career. Um, but yeah, I can I can see, like, yeah, like I'm, I can't say that, you know, a lot of these jump out to me. I am a bit younger than the intended audience, I think, for this whole, like, uh, mm. I mean, retro gaming sort of thing. I think it, you know, it requires a little bit of nostalgia for you to really want to go back and play, like, some of these. Um but yeah, yeah, I think I think the trophy thing is neat. It's nice. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see like what sort of trophies they are because if it's just like completed level one, completed level two, etc. Obviously, that's a bit dull. But if they actually, you know, if they actually like play with it a bit and um, and do some inventive stuff, that would be really cool. I mean, I'd love it if, like, yeah, you know, um, Simon Phil has got trophies. Amazing. You start the game and it's like, pop, pop, pop. It's like every single hundred trophies just pop. James, would you like it if Siphon Phil had got an achievement for electrocuting someone until they sat on fire? Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I <laughs> remember that very fondly. Yeah. yeah it was. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, Imogen, just explain, that's how James gets off these days. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's, that's the context Always. for that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, don't, I didn't need to explain. I think already, you know, 25, 30 minutes in, you knew already that that was, that's yeah. just that was, how it works. That was just the calibre of people I was yeah. working with. Here, you know. <laughs> you didn't have to explain, <laughs> James gets off of that shit. Yeah. Oh. So the mosquito is no more as well. So oh, that's, good. Uh, okay, good. I was worried. Yeah. I'm glad. Okay, yeah. we glad. can move on. Okay, uh, next story. Uh, for the first time in eight years, Xbox has outsold PlayStation in Japan last week. Um, so this was the Xbox Series S. Um, yeah, it, it outsold the uh, the PlayStation. So it sold uh, 6,120 units, whereas the PS5 sold 2,693. But this is probably because there was quite a big shortage of PlayStation 5 still going on because <laughs> the week before, the PS5 had sold 49,000 units. And, right. uh, and it, <laughs> no, no. I think the PlayStation is dead. I think that's what it is. I think <laughs> PS5 is dead in Japan. Dead console, <laughs> and um, and Series S is a new king. I think that's definitely what's happened. There. They're going the way of Sega, mate. I'm telling you. Yeah, I think. Yeah, um, I think. I heard. I heard they're going to pull out of hardware. Actually, Sony. Yeah, exactly. After this, um, I wonder what happened eight years ago. It was 360. Was it? no? Was it 360? Um, eight years ago. No, that would have been Xbox One and PlayStation Four, would it? No. Uh, eight sure. years yeah, it must be Xbox yeah I mean if only was that, was that, was that the was that the Don Matrick bump you know the, <laughs> it says here if you scroll down on the on the news story that you've posted it says not since say... the launch of the Xbox One what's the Matrick bump that's I was what I was going to say it dip if anything wasn't it <laughs> well, clearly not in Japan. It, it did pretty well, but uh, yeah. but then I mean, if you compare this with the Switch, I mean, the Switch is like outselling everything by like ten to one or whatever in Japan. Still. So it's kind wow. of crazy, yeah. But yes, yeah. I, I find this kind of like story. That's I mean, it's obviously like everyone in games knows that the reason why this would happen is because of shortages. Yeah, I mean, yeah basically, Sony is a Japanese company. Um, I mean, they're just far more likely to buy that console, and yeah, that's kind of it. Yeah, X- Xbox has always struggled in Japan, hasn't it? Yeah. Sorry, so Imogen, just to, just so I'm clear, so what you're saying is Xbox isn't going to win Japan and Sony could live to fight another day, that's what you're saying? As a gaming <laughs> um, journalist, I'm, that's I'm, what you're saying? I'm just putting it out there, just putting it out there, my <laughs> professional opinion, my professional opinion on this, yeah. yeah. Um so a sl- slight tangent, th- these sorts of stories were made fun of by my um, my boss not long ago. <laughs> um, um, and it was it was kind of the, uh, he said, I think it was a week after Elden Ring came out, or two weeks after Elden Ring came out. He was like, mm-hmm. look, half of the people are playing Elden Ring that they were two weeks ago, dead game, and the <laughs> internet went wild. Yeah. He obviously was making a joke, he was obviously being sarcastic, but you would be surprised... <laughs> How many yeah. thousands upon thousands of people were replying to him saying he was a fool? <laughs> like <laughs> it doesn't take a lot, does it, to roll up those those people? It was legendary. It was just. It was like, and he just doubled down on it constantly, and it was just the most amusing <laughs> thing. So yeah, these sorts of things uh, happen, and you know, it's like it's technically true, absolutely, and it's a good headline. But, you know, it's always a whole, like, actually look at the stats and it probably is just because... Um... <laughs> I'm just looking at the comments. So, first person's commented, uh, that seems more like a supply and demand issue than anything considering the sales of the previous mm-hmm. week. Correct. Next one. Excellent news. Japanese developers must be noticing this success, making it more difficult for Sony to negotiate <laughs> long-term exclusivities. <laughs> I don't know, mate. I, don't... <laughs> I, can't, I can't tell if they're joking. 
Yeah, that's a really good team. Yeah, good. Yeah. I think they're really not. <laughs> I think they're really not tracking like, at all. I want to copy and paste that into everything now. <laughs> Just yeah. every time something <laughs> happens, excellent news. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, what's next? Lovely stuff. So, also, Bungie have been talking, not Bungie, Sony have been talking about the Bungie acquisition and talking about how they're hoping this is going to mean more multi platform stuff in the future. Um, The quote is they said, We believe it will be a catalyst to enhance our live game service capabilities. Our acquisition of Bungie also represents a major step forward in becoming more multi platform. Um, But then I think the thing with this is that when they say multi platform, they mean PC and mobile, Mm -hmm. not necessarily Xbox and Switch. It's, yeah. uh, that's that's where it's all going. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still it's it's still really interesting, isn't it? Because obviously, Sony will have you know we've said this before, but Sony will have purchased Bungie more on the strength of whatever it is Bungie are making next, rather than I mean, obviously Destiny Two is part of it, um, but it, it's no secret that they've got other stuff going on. Um, so yeah, as you say, like that could end up being mobile stuff, or or who knows what. Um, but yeah, yeah, because obviously with Destiny, like there isn't a mobile portion, and so right. yeah, you'd have to think that whatever the next game is, they will just have that on every platform at launch, rather than yeah, mostly console, yeah. and then come to PC, and then no mobile. They're gonna probably just try and do a, a Fortnite or you know other games, which it could just it's everywhere, and um, so yeah, no, but it, it's it's gonna be very interesting because I think like years ago, the, the well, I'm not sure if it was a rumor or. A, a report or whatever it was or maybe even something from Bungie themselves about the next game being like a character based kind of mm. you know like Overwatchy kind mm. of game or you know so I wonder if that's still the case and or whether it's changed completely but it's going to be very interesting to see whatever the new Bungie game is whenever that is uh, eventually announced properly it'll be still... interesting because it really sorry, is a Hail Mary oh sorry no, no, go ahead, sorry. It was just a bit of a Hail Mary for Sony. Not that Sony is going to go under because of, you know, Xbox's success. That's just you know, not going to happen. <laughs> um, but, uh, I mean, Microsoft has gained a lot of ground that uh, that Sony had um, mm. off of the strength of, you know, multi-platform games. You know, they've got so many systems running that just seem... I mean, when people ask me, and they generally ask me, like, where's the best place to start gaming these days? I say, for the if you're on a budget and, you know, uh, really kind of the Xbox system gives you a lot more than other systems would just off the bat, if that's really yeah. kind of like, if you just really want to get your foot in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think whatever Destiny, well, sorry, whatever Bungie has going on must be really impressive because Sony mm-hmm. needs something that feels multi-platform and feels you know, forwards thinking for them to, I mean, they're trusting sort of Bungie to lead the way, I think. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. Okay. What uh, is next? next story? Um, is that EA is apparently, well, were pursuing or may still be pursuing acquisition or merger options with what they're saying are a number of potential suitors. Um, so, what, I mean, what is it, going on? Does no one want to make games anymore? <laughs> it feels like everyone's <laughs> trying to get out. <laughs> I think they, they just want to get bought, don't they? And this, yeah, but it, everyone just wants to get a massive amount of money after they saw the whole Activision Blizzard. They're like, well, hang yeah. on, let's just try and make money. If, 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 if everyone else is doing it, let's try and do it. So I bet everyone's trying to put themselves up for sale just on the off chance that someone does offers you know offers a crazy amount of money. Yeah. My favourite thing with that is Ubisoft. It feels like almost every week we hear them saying, "We're still, we're still open for acquisition." <laughs> you know, if, if anyone's interested. Oh, by the know, way, it's, it's, by the way, anyone. Anyone? <laughs> hey, anyone? We're still 
Still here. Remember FIFA? I mean, it's not FIFA anymore. Oh, sorry. Did we drop that? Sorry, that was just our portfolio. <laughs> oh, sorry, was that in your way? <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, no one. Uh, next year, no one's going to remember FIFA, mate. It's going to be a complete instant changeover. No one's going to. No one's going to forget it was even called FIFA. It's going to be fine. I don't, what is it called now? <laughs> it's it's EA. Is it EA Sports Football Club? EA yes, Sports. Yeah. yeah, FC. But yeah, yeah. that EAFC. that's yeah catchy. It is it a name? Um, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not not great. Um, but anyway, so EA have apparently had talks with Amazon, Apple, Disney, and NBC Universal as well. Wow. And, uh, apparently, they're interested in trying to get rid of it. But then uh, Kotaku like contact them and asked, and they obviously did the, the standard. We don't comment on rumors and speculations and all you know that kind mm. of stuff. But um, it's interesting that they went for those companies, though. Rather, I mean, I think Microsoft buying them is unlikely at this stage, is it? Considering. Yeah, that would that really is getting into monopolies if you start. Yeah, yeah that's too much. Yeah, and hasn't there been like isn't it? It's still like massively unclear if the Activision buyout is is going ahead anyway. Like there's still it's opposition still, to that, and yeah, yeah, it's still being investigated and all that kind of yeah. thing to yeah. see how that. It's going to take a while uh, for that to all get finalised mm-hmm. anyway. At least like next year or whatever. So yeah, yeah. because yeah. the Bethesda thing took a while, and if the Bethesda yeah. thing took a while, then Activision Blizzard yeah. is going to take a really long time because that's a lot more. Yeah, there was that story we had the other week, wasn't there? Where they there was uh, investors were complaining, saying that Kotick shouldn't have been. He's like not capable of yeah. negotiating, and so it shouldn't have gone through. You know, because he was basically just trying to pass the buck. You know, yeah. because of all the things that had happened. So you know, I guess we'll see what happens. But this is weird. I mean, it, apparently the the problem with this was that. Andrew Wilson wants to remain as chief executive of whatever the combined company is. Right. So that's a massive sticking point, I think. Isn't it so strange when you like hearing that statement? It's like, oh yeah, what we're going to do is going to give you a load of money and you can just go home and not have to work anymore. No, I want to stay. I want to do my brilliant job that I love to. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm. I feel maybe like I just, maybe I just need to like do a job that I really like. But I, I just find that <laughs> just completely alien to me. The notion feel- that you would just be like, no, I want to stay. Maybe it's because of Respawn. Like, I think EA's mm. big, like, kind of darling that they have within their sort of, like, scope is Respawn, and that seems quite mm. exciting again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Out of any projects I can think of, like, that uh, EA's been involved in, I think just, you know, Apex Legends has gone from strength to strength, and I think there might be things, like, down the line, like, you know, there was the Arcane show and the, the Witcher show. Like, I can imagine there being an mm. Apex Legends show and that wanting to be involved in those sorts of things and... Same go from the ground up. I feel yeah, like more, I still have cross media stuff. Mm. Yeah, I feel like I still have no handle on how big Apex Legends is. I feel like because I don't really play. Um, well, I don't play them at all. I don't play battle royale games, but I feel like I'm I'm still more aware of like what is going on in Fortnite than I am Apex Legends. Like, I feel like I think it was only the other week they announced it is like it crossed over like two billion dollars in revenue. Oh wow, oh, fair yeah, something like that. And I think doing all right. Like the mobile version is coming out. Oh, it's come out in the last week or it's, so. Yeah, I saw those things about it being imminent. Yeah, it's um, it's it's, def- it's definitely out on Android. I had a quick go and guess what? Touchscreen controls not great, um, <laughs> but it does that does support controllers though, which I be- I think Fortnite doesn't on mobile. Is that right? I'm not sure. Um, no, no, you can you can oh, you can actually okay. can play it in like the you know the, the, the docky type things. Like I've oh, got my with my Razer Kishi. Yeah. You can you can also attach it to pads here. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Um, I just yeah. I love this idea though of him saying he wants to remain. It says he yeah, wants to remain a chief executive of the combined company. So it's like if they merge with Apple, he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to become 
Chief executive of Apple now. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's mine now. Thank Starts you. Starts wearing uh, black, uh, po- like polo, <laughs> not polo necks, uh, roll necks, turtle necks, glasses. Yeah. 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 <laughs> really old New Balance, like faded <laughs> jeans. <laughs> Stands in front of a massive screen with weird like graphics all day, just talking to no one in an audience. <laughs> That's the dream. Maybe I would still turn up for that job. That sounds pretty good. Um, I mean, yeah, they're basically gone to you know the people with the biggest wallets. You know, Amazon, Apple, Disney. I mean, I mean, they did yeah, like Facebook. In, that's another one. And Disney that's sort of makes one of the sense. Big, the big tech firms, but yeah, I mean, Disney sort of makes sense because obviously here yeah, have been well making some pretty good Star Wars games for a while now. The ones have actually released anyway. Um, so that you know that would make some sense. But haven't the 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 exclusivity deal has run out now? Is that right? That's right, yeah. yeah. It's all so this, that's why you're seeing stuff on all different platforms yes. now, which yeah, is a good yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, totally. It's, it's yeah. I love the fact I went to Disney because like it, it's like land on on Mr. Disney on Walt Disney's desk, and like EA, who, who, this David rings a bell. What did they? Who? What did? What did EA do? <laughs> they're the they're the company that keep cancelling your Star Wars. Game. You know, fuck <laughs> it. No way, Ben. Yeah, that's not happening. Well, it was weird because they they didn't release anything for they had the license for ages, didn't release anything for a long time, and then mm-hmm. there was like a couple of things like there was uh, Fallen Order came out, yep. and then mm. there was also the that um, X Wing you know game that came out as well, like oh, God, yeah. the end. Squadrons, yeah, which was Squadrons really good. Was and I, I still it was feel, very good. Yeah, I still feel shit for not playing more of that because it's just VR. Yeah, man, it was a very good game. Yeah, it I was. enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. But then there wasn't that much after that, really. Apart, well, apart from Battle, uh, uh, Battlefront as well. Well, yeah, no, but then yeah, that, obviously Battlefront was... Two was kind of a disaster, wasn't it? Yeah. But then it grew into yeah. being like really great, and just yes. at the mm-hmm. point that people were saying that it was really brilliant, they said that was the last update. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> great. Yeah, because remember, even when it came out, everyone's like, everyone was like, it is really good. So it's just the loot box shit is horrible, and just completely killed it for a lot of people. Released yeah. Battlefield twenty forty two. I forgot about that. God, that <sighs> what happened to that? Well, I mean, they've recently just uh, decided that the biggest version of it, the 128 person version of it, I think, mm-hmm. has been entirely removed from the game, and it will just be 64 people at oh, most. No. So they've, um, I mean, that kind of thing was a bit of a mess uh, yeah, upon launch. Imagine. Um, and yeah, they've they're just trying to rework it into something more, you know likable lots of people don't like it at all what a shame see what what has happened to dice like they were like a big deal it's like, so in terms weird of isn't it because yeah because for years i was i was a, a big battlefield guy and was like ah, call of duty sucks i play bad, bad company 2 forever and i don't need any other shooters ever again um and that and then it just kind of that's still like the best one <laughs> according to a lot of people they haven't really beaten it since whether it's just you know design changes or just sheer like technical issues it's weird it is a shame i mean battlefield 3 was just unbelievably good mm. um and then it's just never they never quite got back to that yeah okay i've got the last story here which okay. i'm hoping you're going to be able to explain to me which i know <laughs> sounds bad seeing as i'm reading these stories since, yeah since it's yeah, your, your the news job to collate but, and read the news yeah, yeah but i don't understand part of this story <laughs> okay <laughs> go on tell us, so, you, tell us what you do understand and we'll go from there so Hideo Kojima has responded to Norman Reedus saying that Death Stranding 2 was in development. So there were rumours mm-hmm. that, that Death Stranding 2 was coming, and this was because Norman Reedus had said he thought it was happening or whatever. Then Kojima <laughs> po- tweeted a picture of himself with Norman Reedus saying, go to your private room, my friend. <laughs> oh, is this which, a... Which, that, 
That right. means it's not happening, is that right? No, Ooh. I think he's, no, no, he's no, kidding, no. right? Well, he's referring to the game. Like, Norman Reedus has that, that chamber where he goes for a wee and has a shower and creates uh, a so grenade. That's what I thought. So then, what? I don't understand. So how is he responding, though, to the claims that Death Stranding 2 is in development by well, tweeting it's that? a joke, isn't it? It's, a, it's like he's saying he's in trouble. Because he's, he's saying go to your private yeah. friend and he's holding the, the bat with the barbed wire on it from Walking Dead. He's implying that, you know, Reedus yeah, is in trouble, I yeah, guess. Yeah, he's been naughty boy for saying... So, naughty, naughty uh, boy. Just to be clear. Um, so, yeah, so he said in an interview, it wasn't, it, you know, it wasn't an interview with a, a gaming outlet. It was, um, it was just talking about his film career. And, he, yeah, and he just sort of mentions at one point, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, Death Stranding. Yeah, we're doing the second one. <laughs> Which is how the world found out. We're, we're getting another Death Stranding. Um, so, yeah. So we are getting another Death Stranding. We are getting another Death Stranding, yes. Right. Um, the interviews, I mean, yeah, so there's only one bit of it um, is about games. You are welcome to read the rest, obviously. But, um, yeah, he's like, it's just a really weird bit because he's talking about all the, the technology involved and stuff. And he's like, yeah, you know, it's it's not Ms. Pac-Man. It's like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> strange uh, reference point, but whatever. Um, it's, not te- it's, not, it's not your granddad's Tetris. No. Certainly not. Um, but yeah, he just talks about like the, the weirdness of obviously because the, they capture your likeness in 5,000 different ways and different expressions and stuff. So he's like, oh yeah, so if they want me to act in things after I'm dead, they can just do that. That's weird. Yeah, I'm really glad we're going to get a sequel because I, mm. uh, I thought the first one was excellent. Yeah, I loved it. I did have a, a lot of fun with I it. I have not played it. And I should. I have it. I have it downloaded even. I have mm-hmm. the director's cut downloaded. Mm-hmm. But every time I look at it and I'm just like, I don't know, what is this? <laughs> what? Well, I've this never is, played I, a Kojima like, game. So it just it's just weird, you know? Oh, right. I okay, mean, yeah. it's, it is a strange game. And it is also, it does take like hours to get into as well. Mm-hmm. Like as in where you start to feel sort of comfortable with it. The best thing about it, I think, how many times do they do the credits at the beginning? Is it like three times it like happens yeah, where his name fair, comes up number. like three times? It's like, it's it's very strange. It's it's, it's very, one of those strange. because obviously yeah, typically Kojima stuff. I I'm going in expecting like something very cinematic and cutscene heavy and stuff. Whereas this actually seems I guess I've not played it either, but from what I gather that like you know I, I would quite enjoy the the sort of moment to moment gameplay stuff, but the yeah. story is total bollocks. Is that? Oh, it's not total bollocks. Okay. I liked it. I thought, okay. But then, again, the ending is basically a film as well. Right. It's about two or three hours long. <laughs> like it, was, it was one of those things where it was like, I think it was about like nearly midnight, and I was, I was right at the end, and I thought, okay, this is clearly the end here, and I'm going to be done, and I can go to bed. Mm-hmm. And then you like look at the clock, and it's like, it's half one, two o'clock, and the cutscenes are still going. <laughs> it's still going. It's, wow. um, it's, it's nice. crazy, yeah. yeah. But good. Yeah, I mean, see, it was um, pretty good. You see Hideo Kojima's name so much. It's like that Mark Jacobs meme. Where it's like <laughs> Mark Jacobs by Mark Jacobs. You know, it's that basically. Um, but oh, it, sorry, it, it does have some fantastic imagery in it, though. Like, like there's nothing yeah. that, especially you know, the, the, the whole thing with the you know the, the the figures that are sort of hovering in in the sky. Mm. There's mm. nothing I've seen from a game that has not like affected me as much as seeing that. I mm. thought yeah. that was incredible. Like how that looked. Mm. You know, and just sort of what does that mean? It was uh, yeah. it was it was brilliant. Yeah. I think what's interesting. About about like the project to someone who hasn't played it but as you know I've had to write a lot about it just in passing news mm-hmm. is that I do have a real sense of place and the feeling mm. the game gives without even having like opened it and I can't mm. say that about many games that like that I've not played I couldn't say that about like most other things but I see like a screenshot or I see like the sort of like the like rolling hills 
And I go, oh, Death Stranding, and like mm-hmm. have that sort of instant mental connection to it, which is quite impressive for just a bunch of grass, you'd think, you know? Yeah, like it's um, so <laughs> recognisable for, a, yeah, yeah. like you say, a game that is sort of featureless in, in like traditional ways. Yeah, it's just landscapes, mm. but it's, yeah, instantly yeah. recognisable. I, I absolutely love the traversal. Mm. Like, just, on, just on the kind of gameplay loop of going to the, the various outposts, they've got a mission where you need to take this thing, this that place, and then you set out a course on the map and you might see some enemies on the way you might have to fight a boss on the way but it, it that, that was just immensely fun just trying to you know travel over these mountains on your bike or when you get later in the game you know it's like roads there's other kind of devices to help you travel a bit faster from point to point i just thought that was immensely fun and then yeah the story was silly but um it wasn't really about that i just yeah. felt like you really had a genuine adventure traveling around mm. and it's a massive map as well but like mm. traveling from one end to the other with the people you meet on the way i thought is excellent yeah really, really I, good. I loved like piling up all those packages and then like you know you're walking around then you fall down a mountain or something it's like, oh no my packages like that because they all just like come over the place yeah, yeah, you'd be dropping the lake and then yeah. the old river and they're like no I'm gonna get back <laughs> shit please I wonder if it's yeah. on sale on the epic store because they've got their big summer well summer no, the, the director's cart came out a couple months ago so it yeah. may not be yeah I actually, Imogen, I reckon it'd be a good stream game, actually, because oh, yeah. there is some action, but it's also playing time for you just, like, chat to the, you know, talk to the chat. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. it's not fully intensive, but, but there are kind of intense moments. But, yeah, yeah it's it's a, it's a it combines both chill and action, I think, in a really, really good way. Yeah, I've thought about using a stream game because I actually watched a very small amount of it. Um, uh, Lemmy, you know, the Scottish... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I um, watched him do a bunch, yeah. Yeah, that was kind of a legendary series for him, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah. People... It was just ridiculous. Um, and it does have those quiet moments where it really is... Shit, my packages in the lake. Like, you, know, <laughs> like, you, you get to run down a hill. And, you know, people can laugh at you. I mean, there are tense moments. And it's also... Um, I mean, one of the things about streaming is that you have to find games that you think that either the people that will want to play it have already played it and it's been out long enough that they've had the chance or people aren't going to play it and they're resigned to the fact. And I think that's yes. a really good balance of a game. Yeah, I think um, definitely that does right, that both. Yeah. yeah, I might. Oh, am I going to get it? I feel like I might get it. It's a good game. Get it. Oh, treat yourself. Woo. Maybe when the, I mean, when, the, when the Patreon money comes in, I'll see if it's on sale then. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, wait for one of those Epic Games, um, like, £10 off things. Those well, that's what they're doing cool. at the moment. There's a, oh, are they doing one? Yeah, well, it's a 25% okay, cool. off uh, voucher. But I think rather, you oh, know, normally nice. it's like, you know, normally they just keep giving you vouchers as you use them. Whereas I think yeah. this time it's like you've got one, but you can use it on, like, a transaction of any size. So if you want to get, like, 10 games, you can, I think you can apply it to the lot. I might be wrong. That's kind of neat. Actually, yeah. I had a, I had a, when I was applying to, um, a piece of gamer they gave mm-hmm. me a test of like write about something interesting in games and i was like mm-hmm. well, that's a big question but my my <laughs> answer was kind of based on i think that there'll be a far more um not serious serious is not the word a far more prominent d- um a portion of uh you know gamers uh on pc who mm-hmm. you know uh have like prominent epic games libraries over the steam libraries mm. just because i think they do enough of those deals and there's such like a, a recognition name recognition for for a younger audience from through Fortnite, that i think there'll be a bit of a shift towards like 50 50 um libraries between like steam and um 
That's Epic a good point. Because like, stuff. yeah, because like to me, the idea of like fully crossing over to Epic is ridiculous. But then I've had a Steam account since Half Life Two came out. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, to me, it's like unthinkable. But then, as you say, like if you're a kid who just wants to play Fortnite. <laughs> then, and you, you you know probably like you know don't necessarily already have a steam account yeah you're going to start with epic aren't you yeah and you um, keep getting new games every week for free yep. why not yep just remember if you do get something epic enter tcgs as the uh, creator code <laughs> oh yeah someone sent <laughs> us did you not include that, that in the in feedback someone's yeah someone sent something in about that maybe i didn't put it in the doc no um, they did i just took it out for time oh, fair enough <laughs> um <laughs> right is that it for the news yeah, I'd say sadly, but no, yeah, it is it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Um, let's do what we've been playing. James, you have not played anything new, is that correct? <sighs> not really. I've been playing Cyberpunk, <laughs> but I'm getting properly into it now. Yeah. And so it's uh, it's pretty good. It really does have that kind of like modern day Deus Ex kind of feeling to it in a way. And I'm mm. enjoying exploring Night City, although it still does feel quite empty, which is a bit of a shame. It, yeah. it really feels. Like this, really, it was too ambitious, wasn't it? This, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like, they could have done it on a much smaller scale, maybe. Yeah, populated it more, and it could have been a bit better. I mean, it's the kind of thing where you think ten years from now, something like this will be incredible. Mm-hmm. But at the mm-hmm. moment, it's the technology is maybe not quite there um, to be able to to be able to do it. But it's still enjoyable. Um, I'm just kind of ignoring all the side stuff, though. It, does that matter? Because it's mm-hmm. not. I I, know, I, just, I think it's. The side stuff is is fine if you want an excuse to spend more time in the world, but I mean, in in terms of story and stuff, I didn't get much out of the the side content. I thought the like all the main story missions were just like just way more polished and interesting, personally. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I need to have a look online and see if there's any that are like particularly like recommended as being like great because you know, like with The Witcher, obviously there was mm. a whole bunch of stuff that was that was like that. They were like, you know, you must yeah. do this side quest and stuff like that. And I'm wondering if that this might be might be the same. Yeah, as well. yeah. I don't know if there was anything up to the standard of like the Bloody Baron quest line and oh, stuff. The Bloody Baron. Ah, uh, uh. yeah, yeah. I feel like when are we going to stop talking about that? I feel like feels that, like never at just- this point. <laughs> that is just like I I played The Witcher late, uh, mm-hmm. The Witcher three late. Mm-hmm. It is just the best quest, yeah. Like almost ever, really. Mm-hmm. As far as I as far as I've ever played, just the most interesting characters and the most like complicated decisions you can make. It's great. It's so good. And the way it's sort of the way it's sort of paced out quite a bit. It's not just mm. like you could hammer it all in, in two hours and then do other stuff. It's like No, it's a long quest. Yeah, you have to go away and do other things and it feels like this sort of ongoing presence, doesn't mm. it, throughout mm-hmm. your, your mm-hmm. playthrough. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Oh, go on, sorry, so guys. yeah, enjoying it, but that's all about apart from the Great Ace Attorney, which I'm on the very last part of that now. <gasps> I'm nearly Nearly finished. And Wait, I've just finished done. the first game of those. Those two, so good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've enjoy- well, I enjoy it for its super campness, and you know, I don't have to think about it. <laughs> See, I'm a huge fan of the Ace Attorney games in general, but I just found that the Great Ace Attorney, I just found them far too verbose. Like, there's the, the mm. amount of of text in it is crazy uh, compared with the the others I found. It's just yeah, that's true. Then, but then what's kind of crazy with this is that, as I was saying, like the other week I was talking about this, I've played it like for about 35 hours and it's like everything from the first game 
matters so much more now because because of what's going on in the second game like they they really effectively like build those two things together mm. and it kind of I'm not sure if it makes 35 hours worth it but it is <laughs> but it is very good like the direction mm. it's gone in uh, like towards the end it's just that yeah the dialogue is as I said it's like you know they use 15 words where they could use five and yeah uh, that is that is true they do do that yeah which is a bit of a shame, but uh, apart from that, it's um yeah I'm still I I, I am enjoying it. Um, otherwise, I wouldn't still be playing it. But I am quite looking forward to being able to just close not, the book not on play it anymore. Yeah, because cool. <laughs> yeah, so. it's just been going over too long. But never mind. Sounds good. And that's it, James. James, just on the subject of uh, Cyberpunk again, you obviously have mentioned and compared it to Days X. Is that mostly down to the fact that you feel like you can take on? different scenarios and different ways depending on your build or is there something else that's a bit more Deus Ex like it's yeah it's it's that and also like all the dialogue choices and stuff like that and really really being you know what you want to be and that's that was one of the things that I enjoyed the most about Deus Ex was that you know you felt you could build like a character you know even though it was even more limited than than Cyberpunk is but you did feel like you could build something that was that was you and I kind of get I do feel like I can do that with this as well which is one of the reasons I've considered so you know I like i played a lot of cyberpunk sort of at release and then went back um when they were like yeah it's definitely properly fixed now still isn't but you know no, it's um, not, no. <laughs> and then yeah i went back and finished it but i i still feel like it would be cool to sort of do the early game again because they like completely redesigned the skill trees and stuff mm-hmm. um so i never got that sense of like yeah like this is my build that i'm aiming for because it just felt like such a mess um so it'd be cool to start again and, and get it's like see if I get that sense from it this time, but I don't know. it's. I mean, like one of the missions that I did this week, it mm. was it was so enjoyable because it. The reason it felt like Deus Ex is because it, it felt like I it could have been done in so many different ways, mm. and the way that I did it, like it executed it, and it was absolutely perfect, like the way it happened, mm. and I was really satisfied with the ending I got from it. And then I thought I could have also just gone in and just killed everyone if I wanted to, and that would have been fine. Mm-hmm. And it and that that's what's enjoyable about it is it does feel like it's it. You know, I can play it how I want to play, which is which what is way good. are you playing? Is it mostly stealth and just talking rather than all guns blazing yeah that's the strange thing because that that is what i've been mostly doing like i've been like distracting people and you know Mm. sort of you know hiding bodies and all that kind of thing and generally i don't do that in games very much like often in other games i get bored of doing that but with this i was gonna say because i remember you playing um death loop and just like i just fucking murder everyone yeah, it's true. It's very efficient and like dishonored. I played that like that as well. It's just like you know, you get the the rats upgrade with that, and you're you're good. You know, everything is it's fantastic. But with this, it doesn't feel appropriate for some reason. Uh, I don't know why. Um, well, I do know why. It's because the characters in this do feel kind of real, and it yeah. doesn't feel right to do that mm-hmm. um, with this, mm-hmm. uh, which is which is quite interesting, I think. Yeah. But so uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's just it it is just a shame. That it does feel so sparse, you know, like uh, you know when you're walking around, and it, it feels like it kind of feels like half a city, like it feels like it's half there. And there mm. was there was one part that I that it was amazing that like where there was they, they used all this like fog effects, mm-hmm. and I was in like a you know sort of like a, a street market, yes. and there's like fog everywhere, yeah, yeah. and it looks incredible. Like, yeah. But then also you walk around and you realize actually there's virtually nothing here I can really interact with. Mm-hmm. You know, it looks brilliant, but there's not there's the interactivity is really really low, which was a bit of a shame. Yeah, but um. Again, you know, like, and I've said this already, but and I, and, I, and I say it as if it's like, oh, just developers just do this thing. It, the, it'll only take you five minutes. I know it's really hard to do, but just the fact that early on in the game, there are so many opportunities, or like just in main missions in general, where you will like sit at like a food vendor or whatever, and you will order food and yeah. you will like eat the food like as you're talking to someone. 
And that stuff feels so good, but it literally only happens like two or three times. And it's like, just let me do that. Like, I will play this game to hang out at a street food vendor and just sit and eat meatballs. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, I love it. But it's it's not an option outside of story stuff. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like, I walked into this building, like, on a mission. And I was like, oh, there's, like, food stands over there. Maybe uh-huh. I'll just kind of have a sit down for a second. Uh-huh. It's like, no, you can't. Yeah. Uh, it's And it's just like, that's, that's a bit of a shame. Or, or at best, yeah. it just brings up a menu. Most like, here's the list of drinks you can get from the bar. <laughs> yeah, which will then go into your inventory. Yeah. And that's, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, okay, never mind. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. So one other question. Can you kind of get through this game with without combat, or does it always ultimately have to, does it always follow you towards combat in some way, even if it is stealth combat? Um, Do you, can you, can you get around it just way... by talking your way through scenarios or sneaking in without needing to kill people? You can definitely or, or sneak what? and hack a lot. I don't think, in terms of talking to people, it's not... Um, I don't think you can talk your way through as many situations as you could in like Deus Ex or, mm-hmm. or okay. similar. Um, but yeah, there are, there are definitely much less violent ways of playing it, yeah. Okay, cool. Like, mm-hmm. you know, one of, one of your hacking abilities just turns people's eyes off. So you can imagine. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, which is, yeah. Oh, I love it Lovely. when that happens. It's I love best. it when I can turn people's eyes off. Yeah, it's a classic. <laughs> you just get it's the confusion as well, which is quite good from yeah. It's uh, yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, cool. Uh, Imogen, what have you what have you got? Um, I've been playing a lot of Valorant at the moment. A lot of that. Ooh, how is that? Because I've never like I I I've enjoyed Overwatch back in the day, and Valorant seems similar. But I am too bad at keyboard and mouse these days, so I feel like I'm not going to stand a chance. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, I mean, Valorant <laughs> okay. is—it's very much like a game that I'm aware that, like, as you know, as I age, I will be worse at, and that will be a sad thing for me because it's so like playing against teenagers is brutal, <laughs> and almost the entire play- player base are teenagers. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, I was a big Overwatch player. Um, mm. And I still am a little bit. I've been playing a lot. Uh, well, I, I played quite a bit of Overwatch 2 beta. Okay. Um, uh, but kind of with playing a lot of Overwatch meant that you began to miss the kind of like upkeep. And right, my little yeah. sister is phenomenal at Valorant. If anyone's listening and they know Valorant, she is immortal at the moment, and that's you know, <laughs> that's the uh, that's the that's the uh, rank below the rank that you find pros at. Oh wow! Um, so she's very very good at the game, and you know, so I'd play with her, you know, just so I could talk to her. Um, and I've kind of just gotten into it. It's it's really 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 like it's difficult, and it's the time to kill is so short. You can start around and be dead in ten seconds easily. Um, and you know, and these matches gone for forty minutes, so the concentration level can be just brutal. Mm. But the satisfaction of getting a playoff in these really really difficult situations, when you know like just one wrong turn could mean death for you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just you know, there's nothing quite like it at the moment for me. So it was very satisfying. Cool. Um, but yeah, it is a blatant Overwatch ripoff a little bit. <laughs> Valorant is like the, the game I've watched mostly in terms of if I'm going to see like anyone playing it esports wise, or if I see pros playing it, I see loads of people playing Valorant, and mm-hmm. it looks amazing to watch. But it's one of those games where I wouldn't have a faintest idea how to do it. If I were to actually play it, it will be. It'd be weighted on me, but yeah. to watch it, to watch high level play in that game is really satisfying. I think. Mm. Yeah, it's. I mean, because it's quite simple because it's kind of based on CS:GO mechanics. It's right. you know, uh, it's it's kind of yeah. You get a gun that you can you have to pay for beginning of, at the beginning of the round, and you know shields, and uh, and you have to plant a spike or a bomb on one of two 
if not three sites mm-hmm. and defend it. And, you know, these rounds are very short. They're only a few minutes long. So, you know, you have to do it within a time limit. You have five opponents who, you know, I, I mean, it's quite easy to understand visually. Like there'll be smokes and things. You can see that it's difficult to push on to like this site because someone's hidden around the corner. And, you know, it's it's like, it really is just the most pretentious <laughs> variation of like fps you can get in terms of just how difficult it is yeah. and you know how good how difficult it is to get good at it um but i think i've just kind of like fallen into it because uh i i was very fortunate to sort of like know how to get into it because i played a lot of overwatch and if you've played overwatch you know that there is so much going on at any one time that you have to learn the sounds and abilities of like 30 mm. characters, mm-hmm. um, which means that going to something of Valorant is relatively okay because you can hear a sound and you have the, I guess, the mental training to kind of begin to learn those things very quickly. Yeah. Um, but I have friends who go in and they're like, what is that? What happened? And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> they teleported behind you. Can you not hear them? And they're like, no, I just heard like a xylophone play. And I'm like, that was it. How could you not know that was, that was a teleport, you idiot. That's what uh, it means. Because I suppose like, because I remember like, yeah, like, so playing Overwatch quite a bit and like say sort of learning all the cues and stuff but then like you know they would add one new character and it's like oh my god right what what now what's this um hmm. so i can't imagine because how many characters are there in valorant it's like 30 now or something isn't it what's uh, i think it's a bit less than that okay. but basically i mean um riot has just kind of run away with adding characters so mm-hmm. the character i mean the game's been out like two years now and they're yeah. at double the amount of agents now than they were at launch Jesus. so it's like just as you're getting used to a character yeah there's suddenly a new one on the horizon that's already been <laughs> leaked so it's just like it's a constant turnover and actually i had an interview with a developer quite recently and i was like oh, yeah. okay so what's the upper limit and they were like we don't know yet but we're going to have to start like eventually kind of um you know, slowing down the release periods and it will never get to the same roster size as, you know, League of Legends. I was going to say, because if they, yeah, um, they're bringing that mentality to it, then Jesus, it's yeah, never going to yeah. stop. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, they definitely were like, uh, you know, it's, it will stop before then. But I yeah. imagine before that point, you would they would start looking at like Valorant 2, mm-hmm. um, as is the way with these things. Although yeah. kind of, I mean, actually, I don't know if they would do that because of League of Legends, but... That's true. Um, I don't know. Maybe it'd be a good reason to get rid of some of the roster that are just not working. They can't figure out. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of, how's Overwatch 2? Because I've heard mostly bad things. I don't know if that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> it's so difficult for me to weigh in on Overwatch 2 mm-hmm. mentally because I it's Overwatch and people are playing Overwatch again. And that means so much to me. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, for me, I love that game. I love the world. I love the lore. Um, but then it just becomes increasingly difficult for me to justify to myself that love. Uh, like, mm. it's almost unrequited. Like, mm. as long as there is new Overwatch, I will be at least, you know, a little bit content. Mm-hmm. But actually looking at things like, um, so I played a load of Widowmaker, and that might make people's eyes roll. Because um, it was just, you know, one shot, one kill. <laughs> just kind of liked being that... You know, that bitch all the way across the map. <laughs> you can't get near me. I mean, I, I mainly um, play just Symmetra because I cannot shoot things to save my life. So, yeah. Oh, I love playing Symmetra originally when she had like six turrets. It was great. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I really loved playing like Widowmaker. But then I played her in the beta and 
There was something really weird. They they had done this kind of one of the main draws of Overwatch 2 kind of as Blizzard was trying to show it off was um that the audio was going to be really crisp and new oh, and revived. I saw the, yeah, I saw a video of this. There's like a weird delay on the gun sound, is that right? Yeah. yeah. They really messed it up. It really <laughs> annoys me. Like I couldn't like for some reason, I mean, this I've over 100 hours with this character. Mm-hmm. So we know her through and through. Yeah. But I could not have, I had no gauge on whether my shots were hitting mm-hmm. and like the sound was really weird. And, you know, when I'm talking about Overwatch's original sounds, um, for example, when Echo was coming out, the last, uh, the glass character before it kind of like went into kind of, you know, low effort modes. Yeah. Um, when I went to the studio to talk to the developers about it, they were like, oh, come in here. And I was like, okay. And they were like, oh, listen to this. And they played the sound of a waterfall. And they're like, we went to Iceland to get the sound of the waterfall to make her like levitation sound. And like, you were just <laughs> kind of, you know, stunned at the ridiculousness, but how yeah. it did actually work. And apparently, <laughs> though I don't know this for sure, you, some may uh, say I've said this wrong, but um. Widowmaker's original sound was based off of a wine glass, like being like pinged. Oh wow! Because that I mean, was I can believe her, that because you know, I know the yeah. the the hit confirm noise. It was a a bottle cap, like a glass bottle being opened, right? Like the yeah, lodge, something like that. Like yeah, so yeah, they used all sorts of weird stuff, and it worked. To be fair, yeah, and I think they've just kind of taken that away, and mm. like, and you know, there were lots of issues with Overwatch too. Mm. Like I'm I'm focusing on the like the really small artistic things mm-hmm. that really baffled me that i couldn't understand changing mm-hmm. um but yeah the actual maps was really fun the new character was really fun um but yeah it's not overwatch 2 it's overwatch 1.5 as everyone yeah. says is it at all friendly to anybody who would want to get into this now or is it just that's not going to happen I think it is quite friendly to people, but not because of anything that Blizzard has done, but because it's just so famous. Mm. It's just, I mean, um, my little sister's friend was saying to me, like, oh, we should play some Overwatch together. And I said, oh, what makes you want to play Overwatch? And they're like, well, you know, it's Overwatch. You know, like, <laughs> by the time that I got to the point where I was playing on a computer and all this, all that jazz, um, it kind of fallen off a bit by then. But now mm. there's Overwatch 2. Like maybe I can get on like on board with it and 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 you know have a really good experience with it. So mm-hmm. we think there is like this infamy to Overwatch Two. It was I mean there was the original was so good, so good in its heyday. It's kind of this like golden like uh, memories of like people that didn't even really play it because it looks really friendly. It looks very fun. There were so many characters. Like there was real personality to the game. Um, and I think Overwatch 2 is just kind of carrying on a legacy of that kind of nostalgia that everyone has about this FPS. Because it was also the FPS that got a lot of people into FPS. It got me into FPS. I would not have mm-hmm. played any shooters if it wasn't for Overwatch. Well, yeah, because um, I, like, I, you know, used to play, like, competitive FPS stuff, but then sort of fell off it. And then Overwatch felt like... Yeah, it's like, here are some characters that are pretty good if you're not actually that good at shooting. Like, if you want to rely mm. more on, you know, map knowledge and sort of knowing where people yeah. are going to come at you and, and, yeah, sort of, you know, synergies with other characters. And, and like, yeah, I, I felt welcome in Overwatch in a way that I hadn't felt by a competitive uh, shooter yeah. for a while. So it's, yeah. I think it is a very welcoming game, actually, mm-hmm. for that exact reason. You don't have to be the you don't have to have pinpoint precision you can yeah like have junk rat and just know where to bounce like 
grenades, uh, yeah. ammunition to get like a kill. Like mm-hmm. there are there are so many different ways to play that that I think that you know there's nothing been quite like it since. Mm-hmm. And I hope that Overwatch 2's release will actually like bring people back to it, and Blizzard will know that this was just not satisfactory. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But you can you can also play this like co op with other people like against bots and stuff, right? It's not you don't have to play competitively, or or do you? Well, um, I think Blizzard has split the release of this because uh, okay. Blizzard's kind of been going through a dry period yeah. um, for a while um, because of various reasons and various terrible things, and mm-hmm. people have not been on board with wanting to support the company and all sorts and so they kind of that had that big you know warcraft reveal quite recently the dragon based one and overwatch 2 beta you know blizzard's back um and for that for blizzard for overwatch 2 they just released uh basically like a look at the format um really of what the pvp is going to be like pve is in theory on the way but we still know very very little about it so they'll release pve sorry pvp first and then PvE will come later. And that will be based off of the modes that were in the game for like Halloween events and stuff like that. Like, you know, big, uh, big kind of like skill trees among characters where you'll be able to build them up and like choose how you play them. And they'll like physically look quite different. And, you know, you'll have like all of the, the storyline to kind of progress through. Um, and I don't really know how I feel about that aspect of it. I'm not entirely sure if that's something that, you know, I would really love. But um, but yeah, just because I mean that was left out of the beta. Um, mm. it's it will be an Overwatch two feature eventually, but that was left out of the beta, and that's again why people are saying it's one point five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. What what about the fact like the players the player count changing permanently? Is that that's oh, you yeah. would say would you say it's ultimately a good thing? I mean, it's like, that's a major change for any game to have. But how how is that the community or how have you felt about that? Um. <sighs> It's kind of hard. Again, uh, you know, I'm going to be. <laughs> I once met the developers, um, but I once met. Uh, <laughs> I once met Jeff Kaplan to um, interview him about Overwatch. Um, mm. Just as again, like the Echo uh, Echo character came out, and um, and I had a conversation with him about it. And at the time, they had run what was called the two three one experiment, which was, um, uh, which was two healers, three attackers, and one tank. So mm-hmm. they had flirted with the idea of that before. And when he asked my opinion after the interview ended of, of that mode, I'd said it was the most fun I'd had in the game in years. Mm. And he agreed and was like, oh, if I could just, you know, um, if I could, you know, uh, oh, what's it? Men in black um, mind wipe people. If I could <laughs> men in black mind wipe mm. the entire Overwatch uh, population, I would just so then we could just implement that. Um, but really, Overwatch is not the place to be doing those sorts of changes. It's Overwatch 2. That's just when stuff like that will happen. So I kind of knew something like that was going to happen, and then obviously the tanks were more powerful. It makes the characters that I liked playing, like um, uh, Widowmaker, a little bit less feasible, but it does make the game far quicker and more reactive and kind of like mm. uh, a little bit more readable and probably better for like um, new players. Uh, rather than you know trying to read six people on opposite team rather than just five, yeah. um, it makes tanks these super scary things. Like <laughs> I could, you know, before if a you know if a 
Winston was coming towards me, which is direct counter for Widowmaker, was coming towards me. I could probably take him. I could at least get him to half health before dying. Mm -hmm. This, I am screaming. I am crying. I am running away. (laughs) I'm throwing up. I'm calling for my mum. I don't want to be there. I want to quit the game. Like, this is like a monster coming towards you. So, um, so they have some balancing stuff they need to do. And I think, but I think people generally do like the pace change that, uh, that, that's brought with it. Um, Cool. But yeah, it's fun. It's 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 a. I like the game, but I'm biased because it's always been one of my favorite games. You know. Cool. Anything else? Uh, been playing the Slay the Spire, but everyone knows that's a really good game. So that's about it. <laughs> well, James doesn't know that because James is an asshole who gets really weird every time. <laughs> Stop being horrible about me all the time. I'm not. Sure. I'm just saying every time like deck builders come up, <laughs> you oh, have this no. weird reaction. Not that, only he, not that he's ever played one. Don't <laughs> only because there's a lot of them. Like it's just they keep happening all the time, and it's like you know, it's just I know that they were, they were very good, and I know that Slay the Spire is one of those ones that is you know the best or whatever you know yep. this kind of yeah. thing. And then so then you know that then it just gets iterated on and iterated on, and there's just like millions of them. And it's like yeah. if you like that, great. But I'm not into that so much. How do you know? Yeah. You haven't tried one. What should I try then? Slay the Spire. Ooh. Uh, Wait, the- do you like horror stuff? Yeah, yeah, I can do that. I would say Inscription then, probably. Yeah, that was the one. That was the one you and Matt played, right? It was, Sean? Yeah, yeah, and we shamefully we we both we didn't fell play off enough it. of it. Yeah, um, it is really good though, and it's even it if was... you're not like totally enjoying the card stuff, yeah. like there's enough other stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly, it makes it super interesting. Um, I also really like Monster Train. Which is on Game Pass, um, so you don't even need to buy it. Um, I think that's really good. But yeah, maybe I'll try Inscription because everyone keeps going on about it all the time. Yeah, I think it's, it's on the back as well. Though, it's right? interesting enough that you'll want to play. I mean, if you don't like the format of Slay the Spire, there's no reason to continue playing it. Mm. But with Inscription, if you're not keen on the format, there's still a reason to try and see it through. In terms of like, yeah, you generally have questions about the the space that you're in and why you're there mm. whereas Slay the Spire is just like you fight go on go on have a bit of fun with these cards see what you can do cool okay it's on my list, wish, wish list I'm cool. gonna, <laughs> I think it's on it's on Switch yeah uh, oh no I don't think it is it should be it should, yeah I think it's only on Steam yeah it was kind of a rogue rogue release I don't remember like oh, there being a lot of hype before it no, came out so it, may, it might not be on Switch yet but it probably would come to it eventually yeah it totally should yeah it'd be brilliant on Switch yeah man yeah I mean, yeah, the- it's, uh, it's, it's on Mac I can play it on Mac so yeah that's cool cool I can't wait for you to play it and then say why didn't you nominate for Game of the Year you idiots <laughs> <laughs> yeah we've already been shouting out joining the rest of the listeners yeah uh, Matt, what you, you've got a game I have not heard of. What is it? Yeah, please? so I've been playing Synergia. So this is the game I briefly mentioned last week oh, when right, I said I had Googled games to play after playing Citizen Sleeper. Mm. And this is one of the games I saw on the list on The Gamer. And um, so I picked it up. Um, and it's it's a, it's a cyberpunk visual novel. Yeah, so it came out in like 2020 or 2021. Mm. It's out on like xbox ps4 switch pc i think even like maybe vita mm-hmm. um i think but anyway it's, it's been it's been on a load of platforms and yeah it's a cyberpunk visual novel that's the the theme seems to be about what it means to be human mm-hmm. or or they are about so you play as um this this cop who's kind of 
cold and doesn't really care for the world, doesn't really care for her uh, for her colleagues, and basically just, like, just does the job. Comes home, struggles to sleep, and then like wakes up and then just goes about her day again, basically. But uh, so, but th- th- there's androids everywhere in this in the cyberpunk future, and then her home android, who who arguably she, she's more interested in androids than she is people. Mm. And she, and having relationships with them than any of her work colleagues, like that starts kind of having problems. And so she, uh, one of her friends, um, offers her, her new a new android, um, and this new one is what's known as a bioroid, and it's basically an android, but it's made of organic materials. Mm. And this new android is basically more human than even even this cop who's called Sela. Like she, she has a, a much larger kind of emotional range than Sela does. She's much more enthusiastic, uh, and actually, she seems more human than than the human cop does. Right. And that's basically the backdrop for for the story, anyway. Um, but it feels like it's basically you're learning about Sela and her and her and how she interacts with um, this new android at home and just how she kind of navigates her her world, her life. And then also on the other side, she's a negotiator uh, for for the police. Mm -hmm. Um, And what I mean is she goes into like various locations, buildings, offices, you know, whatever it is, and she goes to a location where she has to negotiate with an android that's kind of taken over a space. Now, this, um, it's probably just because I've just played it, but this does remind me of the hacking minigame in Citizen Sleeper, uh-huh. where you kind of talk to those beings, where, you know, where they're kind of intangible, but you feel like you're in this kind of digital digital environment, whatever it is, mm-hmm. in Citizen Sleeper. You feel like you're in like a network of sorts. You know, her, her job is to go in, negotiate with these androids and get them out of there. Um but at least like the, the two or three have done so far, they all seem to know who Sela is, and it feels like they're trying to like, actually get to her rather than her just turning up and negotiating. Now, all mm. of this is very kind of basic. In fact, there's there's basically no gameplay. I mean, there's... I know, you see, I I looked at this map because I I looked up you know what this is, and this is just this is a visual novel basically. It's a visual novel, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was quite surprised because this is the kind of thing that usually I really love. Like I love, I love this kind of stuff. So I'm quite interested to hear if, if it. Do you feel it's good? Basically, is it, is it telling a good story? Story wise, really, really interesting. I mean, I, I really love the themes, um, and that's obviously off the back of me loving Citizen Sleeper and you know loving other kind of like themes in generally. You know, movies or books about kind of AI and consciousness and what that kind of really means and the difference between you know human and non-human entities so i'm already kind of like in like and enjoying those themes anyway and story-wise yeah this is this is really interesting because sila is a really kind of cold person and so you're trying to work out why that is and yet she has much more in common or seemingly more interested in these androids Mm. and then in her job it's the androids are actually trying to like contact her um, so no, I think story-wise, really, really interesting. I mean, I don't think I have played a visual novel before because See, Matt, if Sorry. you if you like this and you can get on with the style of it being like minimal interactivity, because basically that's what it is, you have to play Steins Gate because that mm, okay. is an amazing game <laughs> in terms of story. Like it's it's a time travel like game basically, but it's okay, it's okay. incredibly interesting and goes in. I mean, there are there is interaction in the sense that you are. Like you know, you're making decisions at certain points, but some of the ways the story goes, it goes 
in very interesting, incredibly dark in some cases directions. Which it's one of those games where it's like you know you you're, you are thinking about it. I still think about it from time to time, years on after playing it. It's um it's excellent, okay. but it is just the fact that it is a visual novel, which means that there is like a barrier to getting into that because yeah, there's it's a, there's a lot of dialogue and uh, yeah, and I found it funny because obviously last week. Uh, I said, you know, I, I don't worry. I will find time to play a game, and then the game I found is a game where there basically is no next game. to no game. <laughs> <laughs> Everything plays itself. Um, but what I find it kind of disconcerting now. I think it's. I, don't, I think my issues with it aren't the fact it's a visual novel, more just how they've implemented that now. Um, basically, you have like te- the, the text on screen kind of auto plays. You can change like the the, the uh, speed of the text, but. Uh, I feel like I'm, I would kind of rather press X at the end of each sentence to kind of move it on. Mm. The only way to stop it, you have to basically pause the game. There is no kind of like oh, right. pause yeah. to, to read the sentence. There also, there's no rewind. Mm. But there is um, a button to suddenly skip, like literally what feels like hundreds of lines of dialogue Ooh, yeah, oh. to get to the next bit where you make a decision. Now, <laughs> I start playing a game and uh, you have like the dialogue on screen, you have his like, illustrations, and I'll come to that in a minute, but you also have like a row of icons. One is clearly like, um, well, one's like a settings cog. One is like a book to show you kind of your history of the conversation you've had in the, up to that point. There's like an, uh, a, sh- a faded out A button, which I think you'd press that when you want to kind of, if you want to suddenly skip all the text on screen to the end of it, so you see it in one, one chunk. Yeah. But there's also like a skip button. And I was like, well, I think I know what that's going to do, but l- let's just press it anyway. May- maybe I had accidentally like pressed it so I toggled skip on so it was constantly skipping you know yeah. it, it would basically read the sentence and move on without me I'm doing anything I was like I'll press that and I pressed it and it literally looked like it showed me thousands of lines of dialogue yeah. at once like going Jesus. and then See, bang suddenly I was, there's a decision with characters I've never met I'm like what <laughs> how why is that there? It's on the main menu it's just I think it's, I know why they do that and that's because if if, if the game has uh, like trees in the sense of like you know where you can go and you know have different endings and stuff I was going to Say, Some people yeah. like to then just go through again and then skip straight to the decisions so they can then just yeah. make those decisions. It just does do that. I, I hear this does have multiple endings, so I, I get that. But it's just like just there on the I, I it's just there it's, on the main menu. So as a first time play, I'm like, whoa. So I had to like quick you know, quick uh, like quick game, exit game, start again. I mean luckily that was right at the beginning when I pressed that. I'd be gutted if I'd press that like twenty minutes <laughs> yeah. in. It's, it's insane though, because it is a fine art actually. Like getting that right, mm. like in terms of like you know how quickly the text appears, whether you can skip on and all that kind of thing. It's so many games don't do it very well yeah. at all, and you're never sure if it's if it's working properly or not. And it's yeah, you can skip things by accident. It's very irritating. Yeah, mm. yeah, because on some games I'd definitely be annoyed. I'm like, okay, do I have to really have to press A at the end of every single? sentence like but then on this one i'm like you, you gotta keep looking at the screen you know because you don't <laughs> want to miss anything and then mm-hmm. yeah you, and, and but they, they, you can basically all be an rb to like fast forward but why can't i do the same to rewind if i yeah. might have missed a line uh, anyway because i like in um, um uh triangle strategy that has a, a function where yeah you basically you can press i can't remember it's one of the, the triggers or something but basically yeah you can just turn like autoplay on or off so yeah if you want to stop and you know consider a line of dialogue or whatever then you, yeah, you yeah. can knock it off and then you can yeah, you know you can press a um to go through the, the lines of dialogue or you can just let it play out but then i suppose that's different because it's fully voice acted as well so that's you can kind of just let that play and just listen to it 
So, yeah. Yeah, so I, I looked around and I couldn't see something that was autoplay or not autoplay, yeah. but, and this game doesn't have any dialogue, any, any voice acting. Right, it's yeah. just text on screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's some illustrations of the people you meet, the characters, locations. I think locations are nice. They're kind of, they're, yeah, just they're, it's just a nice like, kind of brushwork or, mm-hmm. you know, digital brushwork mm-hmm. to, you know, to, to show visual representations of the locations. The characters, uh, I think they kind of range from okay to... to to not great <laughs> um like the visual style doesn't really do much for mm. me some of incredibly anime i'm not i've got nothing against anime at all but it's just the quality doesn't quite seem there yeah. so mm-hmm. i don't know it visually does doesn't really do much how, uh, for man, me how about the music and stuff because that because you see the, the reason i love visual novels is because they can give you something that you don't sometimes get from reading like regular books and stuff which is like you they can create incredible atmosphere you know, through the visuals and through the through the music and stuff. Are you getting that at all with this or not? So yeah, it's it's got yours kind of standard cyberpunk synth soundtrack. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I, I I would say right now it's 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 not it's not instantly as atmospheric as say Citizen Sleeper was, where yeah. you know within thirty seconds of the dialogue and the visuals and the music, you felt like you were there. Mm. It, this doesn't have that quite yet. I mean, the soundtrack is quite subtle. Um, and it's good, you know. I, I'm I'm enjoying it. Um, maybe I'll enjoy more as it goes on. But no, the music hasn't been like an instant thing to suddenly transport me to this location. Um, but yeah, it, it's good. But I, I think this game really is all about the characters. I mean, I'm meeting more and more characters. You meet kind of your friend uh, Yoko, who works in a shop fixing and supplying these new androids. And there's some like mystery about there, like the, the android she supplied you. Mm-hmm. Like you don't quite know where that's come from, and when that thing arrives at your place, like they're, they're not reset. They they kind of they have memories, which is oh, unlike sure. other androids you dealt with. So there's some dodgy stuff there. There's um there's um y- y- you. Uh, for the first couple of hours at least you know, it feels like you're getting basically almost bullied at work like everyone keeps blaming you for mm-hmm. issues and mistakes um, and then you know, your partner gets changed uh, without you knowing and suddenly you've got an, a, you know, a, new, a new new partner at work um, uh, but it's interesting kind of meeting these various people and, and yeah I, I've, I've already met kind of like five or six or seven characters and I'm only like two or three hours in um so it's really great to meet all those new people even if like there's obviously no real gameplay associated with that it's just in this story the way they're bringing them in is still really interesting um as well as kind of the standard uh visual novel uh stuff which has like the text on screen the only real bits of uh, interaction are there's some choices which you have every now and then and then there's other bits where you kind of look at uh, like kind of fake computer screens if you're uh, talking there's a bit where you talk to a friend over kind of you know um, online you have like digital representations of each mm. other and so there's bits where you might have to like you know select a menu on like on a, on a computer screen but that's basically about it it's mostly about the story playing out in front of you the music trying to transport you there and and you learning about these characters and and the person you play as but yeah this this i think this must be my first visual novel and um i'm enjoying it so far i mean i guess for the right reason i'm enjoying it mostly for the story um and i'm excited to see where it goes but i was just desperate for more of this of a cyberpunky story or something with themes of ai and consciousness and all the stuff i loved from citizen sleeper and you know, other, other stuff in the past. Um, so I'm just glad to see more of that. And that's why I was asking earlier about this question about cyberpunk. I'm like, well, you know, m- maybe I should try cyberpunk next. Maybe that's like something else where I'm going to get more of these kind of feelings about... Maybe. You know, about, yeah, about central themes, <laughs> yeah. similar kind of central themes. Yeah. Um, 
I, I might be worth you playing Cloud Punk, man, because that's really good. And that's like... So that was that one that's where... You're the delivery driver, basically. Yeah, go on. I think yeah. I'm going to be playing that. Delivery driver in like a hover car in the future. Yes, Because um, yeah. that's like... the Was that... Go on, sorry. Was that the Apple Arcade one? No, the that was NeoCab. Yeah. That's it, NeoCab, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that was pretty good as well, to be fair. Um, but no, Cloud Punk was like... The writing was good, but like the... It was more just in the concepts and the and the overall story was really interesting, but the actual moment to moment dialogue was a bit painful at times. Um, but if you can get through that, like yeah, there's some really interesting stuff in there too. Worth a look. Yeah, and then I want to watch like X Machina, X Machina again because it's been yeah. a while since I last watched that film. But yeah, I'm having like a real kind of narrative thing in recent weeks with you know Norco, Citizen Sleeper, this. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know something's great, happened. Man. I just clearly want to be transported to another world or something. <laughs> who but, can um, blame you? Yeah, exactly. Most of the games I play are like this. It's just you but know. um no good good so far. I mean mm-hmm. I I only really found this because yeah I saw that list but I'm I'm glad I have and I'm interested to see where the story goes. I keep meaning to play um Valhalla as well. The side you know the cyberpunk bartending one. I don't know if that was on the, the list. That's meant to be really good. The what? So, oh, well, it's, it's, it's Valhalla, but it's spelt with all ones and shit. I can't, I can't remember exactly how they, they oh, okay. do it, but yeah. Um, yeah, that's meant to be decent. That's been around for quite a while. I think, is it on Game Pass? I think it might be. Might be worth a look. Because mm. there's also, do you remember like Red Strings Club? That, that was really yes, good. Yes, man. So good. Yeah, that was, I enjoyed that. That was also Cyberpunk bartending. It was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but uh, that's, that's basically it this cool. week for me. Uh, I have... I mean, I say finished. I have seen an ending of Tunic. Finally went back to it. Oh, okay, it. awesome. Um, I, oh, I'm so conflicted about this game. It's ridiculous. So, you know, yeah, you know, to recap, I, mean, I know you guys bounced off it. Imogen, have you played it at all? I have not yet, so yeah. no. It's, I honestly don't know if I should recommend it or not because, you know, yeah, we, we talked about the fact that, like, it starts out and you're like, oh, it's kind of like Zelda and, you know, it's like relatively, like it's not particularly difficult to begin with, but then the difficulty really starts ramping up like quite quickly. Um, and it feels like a, a poor fit for the, you know, the aesthetic and the, um, like the combat's not perhaps as sharp as it could be. Um, like it's perfectly serviceable, but like, you know, off the back of like something like Death Door, it mm. was, you know, felt a bit, sticky i was um, going to say it sounds a lot like death's door yeah, like on paper yeah it is quite similar um but it's yeah so and you know and then we were sort of talking about the fact that like there is an invincibility mode that you can just turn on um which is you know cool that it's there but it's quite an extreme option to have you know it's not just like can i just take a bit less damage it's like you're either immortal or you're not right um mm. and that just makes the combat completely trivial and quite quite boring um we then found out there's yeah you, there's a way to like improve your your abilities right like your attack damage your defense your you know how many magic points you have all that that stuff um but like many things in the game it's kind of half hidden in this sort of in-game instruction manual most of which is written in this made up language um yeah which is like and it's super interesting and and this is kind of what kills me about this game because, so, you know, I, I found a, like a rhythm with it, right? I was leveling up my abilities and I was like, okay, I don't need invincibility mode. Like, this is actually fine. Like I'm, I'm getting through the fights. This isn't, you know, it's challenging, but it's, you know, it's not a problem. Um, like it felt like really finely tuned, um, for like a good, 
I'd say like the the middle half of the game, if that makes sense, or the second and third quarters. Um, and um, yeah, and I was like, man, this is fucking brilliant. Like I was enjoying it so much. And then I got to like the final sections and they are fucking horrible. Like the mm. difficulty just gets absolutely absurd. Like the the final boss, I was just laughing doing it because I, I turned invincibility mode back on because I was like, there's fucking no chance I'm finishing this without it. And like... Yeah, I was doing the final boss. Like, it's like this is absolutely absurd. The amount of hits it takes to kill it, and how easily it's just you know destroying me, or it would if I didn't have invincibility mode on. And I was like, this is like borderline comical. How hard this is, or would be. Um, so <laughs> it's kind of like it's just such a shame because because when it you know like I say there was like a whole bit of the game where I was like this is this is absolutely fine like this is you know it is quite hard but not in a stupid unfair way and then it just completely turns up to 11 for the the last quarter of the game and it's just so unnecessary like and it just buries all the cool interesting thing the game like things that the game does like you know, like the the world building, the way you sort of, you know, you're finding pages of this instruction manual and you're sort of interpreting, like, you know, bits of it are written in English, but then other stuff is in this this other language. Um, and yeah, you're sort of piecing clues together, figuring out where to go. And, you know, that stuff is all so fascinating. Like, And the game is beautiful and the soundtrack is incredible. Um, but yeah, like I just, like I say this last bit of the game, I was like, I'm just sort of sleepwalking through this now because I've had to put invincibility mode on. It's making the combat just boring because I'm not having to think about it. Um, it's just, yeah, really, really strange. Um, like there are so many things I love about it, but I just don't understand the, the choice they made with the mm. difficulty. Um, really odd. What about like the, um, the, the puzzles and stuff. I heard on another podcast they were talking about how obtuse they are, but in a really good way, in like yeah, a, almost in a fizz way. You need a notepad, and they're like, what does this really mean? Did you experience many of them? Yeah, I mean, the the puzzles are, are mostly like... Um, so, like, for example, there's this one area, and you sort of realise you've got to, like, activate these these statues, right? And it's just really enjoyable, because you, you look at the map, and it's like, oh, okay, that, that's the basic layout. And then as you're as you're exploring, it's like, okay, like, some like a bit of a building has fallen off here and is blocking my path. So you, you sort of, it's, it's not so much a puzzle as just this like navigation challenge, right? You could, sort of going like back yeah. to the map and be like, right, okay, so let's just, so assuming that is now inaccessible, what's another way I could get around there, right? Mm-hmm. And And that stuff is so much fun and as I say, like I haven't like started translating the language yet. I've I've looked up like a sort of preliminary guide, right? Because I don't think because it's it's not just like a, a letter replacement cipher, right? Like with Fez, um, like it was relatively easy because it had this made up language, but it was just like, oh well, this symbol is A, this symbol is B, this you know, etc. Yeah. And there was like there was that um bit in the game, wasn't it, where it had like, you know, uh the quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dogs. And so once you found that, you'd be like, okay, that's the alphabet. Got it. Um, and you could translate the rest from there. Whereas this is like, so there's these impenetrable. Sim- yeah, there's like these symbols where it's like, okay, so sort of the inner markings represent like a like it's phonetic, right? So like the, the inner markings are like the 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 vowel sound, and then the outer markings are the consonant or something like that. Um, and so yeah, like people are are having loads of fun translating that, and I I would I, like knowing that much, I should 
try and do it myself but obviously it's all mm. online if you want to just look it up um so yeah like i'm gonna persevere and see as i say so i've seen an ending but it's clearly not a good one um so i am gonna persevere because i because i like the little fox guy and i want him to have a nice ending um mm. but it just yeah it's just such a shame that like you know i didn't even get frustrated with it it was just so obvious that i just hit this this brick wall of difficulty and i was like fuck this like <laughs> invincibility mode is going on um there's something about that though that i'm like i'm curious as to if the story i mean there is you know one of the indie darlings i remember that i think everyone knows as an indie darling is kind of like uh undertale and mm -hmm. that game becomes phenomenally difficult if you play it in a certain way and i wonder and i do like i don't know if this is the case with tunic i mean to be fair the more i've heard you talk about it the more i want to try it myself because i'm the type of person who spent I want to say 14 hours on Ornstein Smell in a, in Dark Souls, yeah. refusing to go back and level anymore or get a new weapon or summon anyone. Mm -hmm. I did it by myself. Mm -hmm. I love the oh, brick right. wall There's no need to rub it in. I mean, I, I may have summoned <laughs> and it oh, I totally may have kind of tainted my entire experience. I've <laughs> never didn't. summoned in a, like a Dark Souls game. I can't, I can't bring oh, myself wow, to I, it. I mean, geez, so you don't have to go that hard. <laughs> no, it, pro it's, gamer over here. It really is like I think it might be because um, I don't know. I'm really stubborn. I'm really stubborn, um, and uh, and I had an audience watching, and I just kind of wanted to prove it to them that I could do it. You know, um, but yeah, like I think yeah, the more I've heard you talk about it and how difficult it is, I want to kind of see that and see if I can work it out and cry about it in my sleep <laughs> oh you bit. totally should like if, if it sounds like the sort of thing you'd you'd find interesting like because obviously it's really nice because essentially what it's doing is it's trying to recreate the magic of like importing like a japanese snes game right back in the day so mm. like obviously the you know the language in the manual is mostly made up um well sorry completely made up um, with bits of english sort of you know here and there so you can interpret it interpret some of it but it's Obviously, if they'd used like another real world language, that would be cheating because people who can just speak that language would be like, oh, well, I know what it says. <laughs> the whole point is it's, it's supposed to be, you know, like you've got to work it out yourself. Um, and in, yeah, and in, in that sense, like that, that is like really interesting. Um, it just, it didn't need to be as difficult as it is. I mean, you know, maybe mm -hmm. you'll play it and do it all without the cheats and then I'll feel really bad, but who knows? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I I don't know if that's a recommendation or not. I mean, yeah, your mileage may vary, I guess. Um, the other game I've been playing because it was free on the Epic Store, and I think it will be still when this episode goes out. Uh, Borderlands Three, um, which is what like two years old now, I think. Um, yeah, two three years old. Yeah. yeah, so I never picked it up at the time because I, you know, I loved the first two. Um, but I think just when it came out, I just didn't have room in my life for a very long, you know, RPG shooter. Um, and I, I may, you know, I probably still don't. Um, like I, you know, I reserve the right to not finish this. <laughs> it was free and I thought I may as well try it. And I, I mean, I'm like two, three hours in and to be fair, I am really enjoying it. Um, it's, I mean, it it looks incredible. I don't know why I'd never... Obviously, like, I've seen screenshots and videos of it, but somehow playing it myself, it's like, oh, no, to be fair, this really, like, just further nails that, you know, sort of comic book uh, cell shady um, style. Like, it, it looks beautiful at times. Um, 
and the sound design's incredible as well. Like they really nailed, you know, like because obviously you spend so much time like going through containers and and grabbing like cash and ammo and, and new weapons and stuff. Like every interaction with every little safe or toilet or bin or whatever where you're grabbing stuff just these really just crunchy satisfying sound effects like constantly um and just like little quality of life things like when you open a container you know there's loads of ammo in it or whatever you used to have to like hold the the you know action button to like pick up whatever is relevant that just happens automatically now um so stuff like that is cool i still don't find it that funny i know that's like a major selling point i remember like laughing at borderlands 2 when it first came out and then a couple of years later being like "Eh, actually maybe not um i mean it's fine it's quite amusing uh in places but i know the humor hasn't really landed for me but see that's the problem i just i can't get over the randy pitchford connection there is that as well yeah (laughs) randy pitchford being a weird possible creep um yeah that is a factor but you know he probably didn't do much to do with the game right obviously like several hundred people worked on it and they might all think he's a twat as well who knows um so yeah i mean for free i really cannot complain um i know like when it came out a few people were upset that it wasn't on our game of the year list and stuff so to those people i apologize you're right it's very good um several years on um but what you played so far, would it have been on your game in the I mean, probably not. But well, I mean, we'll see where it goes. Because obviously I'm still in that, you know, that early... Like, I mean, it's still in like the setup phase, right? I've only just got to like the main hub area and stuff. Um, So, yeah. I don't know, it's weird. It's one of those games where on the one hand I'm like, hey, this is brilliant. It's just like dumb, enjoyable shooting stuff with the occasional, you know, sort of... I mean, there are RPG elements. There's, it's not hugely in-depth but occasionally it's like right let's look at what guns i've got and actually figure out what i should be using and look at the stats and the abilities and everything and that that stuff is really fun but yeah it's like sometimes i'm like this is great because it requires basically no thought and there's not a huge amount to it and then other times i'm like oh this is just kind of it and it'll just be like this for 80 hours um do you know what i mean it's sometimes that's a good thing and sometimes it's not um and i don't know where i'm gonna settle overall but i'm definitely gonna crack on with it but as I say, the, the idea of finishing it seems like a very distant goal. But then if I do, there's like, obviously there's loads of DLCs come out um, between now and, and when it first came out. So there's there's plenty to get into if I do want to. Um, so this is definitely one of those games where you don't need mates. You could just yeah. blast on your own and have fun. It's not like you need to play in a group of four. Yeah, it's totally like, you know, there, there are abilities for your characters where, so like I'm playing as this uh, character who is the gunner who um, is basically D.Va from Overwatch. She can summon a mech and and just <laughs> stamp around in that for a bit and, um, and you know, unleash hell. Um, but so there's like, there's an ability where it's like, oh, it adds like a, a passenger slot, right? So someone else can hop on the back and shoot people as you're stomping around. But obviously I know I'm mainly playing, well, probably entirely playing it solo. So I'm just not going to get that ability. I'll just skip that and put my points elsewhere. So there's like a, a you know, a bit of like, management in terms of like well i know what abilities i'm not going to focus on because i know i'm probably not going to play with other people um so yeah other than that like yeah you can totally play on your own it's fine and that's it it does it nice i feel like i've just i i I didn't play the first Mm -hmm. one i feel like this this series has gone now i can't (laughs) see what it's gonna do to suddenly suddenly you know make make me get involved it looks looks fine but i just um 
Yeah, it's probably not it's for free me now. Zero yeah, pounds. I mean, I've downloaded it, obviously, because it's an Epic Game Store, but, yeah. but I, <laughs> that's about as far as it goes, Sean. All right. Fair dues. Um, right, that is it for what we have been playing. Um, let's do questions. If you want to send us a question, go to tcgs.co forward slash dear Maria Mendieta says, Dear TCGS Continental Breakfasts, there are health bars and, in the case of Batman and Sekiro, physical markings to indicate when your character is in poor health. Is there another way that video games could convey a character's deteriorating state? Keep up the tremendous work. It's easy, isn't it? It's the skull from, uh, from Nightmare. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, the, the red borders <laughs> is obviously the other big one. Yeah. But is there another interesting way of doing it? I don't know. I can't think of anything else. I mean, when I read this question, I thought, okay, well, I would basically want your entire character to, to change colour from like a standard healthy shade of, of whatever Green. it is to... <laughs> eventually going green or purple yeah. maybe swelling up as well swelling up maybe or they get physically get bigger so you start take damage yeah so you say you're a human character and yeah you start just swelling up <laughs> like you know you, like you'll stay when you say swelling up are like this sounds really uncomfortable do you mean like are the clothes like shifting in size with the person <laughs> or are they actually like Hulk style bursting out of the shirt. That's what it sounds like. You said he turns green or purple and then <laughs> yeah, swells up. You've just, are you it's just, Hulk are you just inventing the Incredible yeah. Hulk, Matt, and taking credit yeah. for it? Is that, <laughs> oh, is that not? I thought, <laughs> yeah, and like, you know, it could be like really angry and, you know, that'd be... <laughs> um, I hadn't thought about the clothes. Okay. I, I guess maybe, yeah, clothes rip off and then it, you're, you're basically going to pop. So you need to obviously make sure you get health before that. Fair enough. Wasn't there, there was that yeah, shooter that I don't think it was particularly good, uh, Morphe's Law, where like, it was like a, a team-based shooter and it was like, every time you killed someone, you got a bit bigger and they got a bit smaller. The idea being that like, if you kill too many people, you're huge and easy to shoot. Um, That sounds it great. It does sound really good. Um, And I remember laughing because the trailer <laughs> but it was wasn't. like... The trailer was like, <laughs> but it wasn't, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I just remember the trailer. It was on like a Nintendo Direct or something, and it was like, you know, showing footage from the game, and there was like, you know, quotes from the press and stuff like splashed over the screen. And then one, one of them just said like 60 ish FPS. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think it did very well, sadly. Um, I mean, the Batman thing. So I think doesn't Batman is doesn't like look more damaged like mid fight right it's just like through the course of an arkham game he sort of gets slowly more jacked up after a boss fight or whatever right so it's not like a a moment-to-moment response to how much damage he's taking i don't think but i haven't played enough of them i do need to do that really well good the other way these games mostly do it is that they have you know bits of dialogue where the you know the characters are constantly yeah. talking to themselves about how wow, Batman, messed up they are. You look like shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I can't believe yeah. you let all these people punch you, you idiot. Wow, um, gotta get a health pack. You know? <laughs> oh, well, obviously killing people though, saying he does hasn't killed anyone. Like, yeah, yeah. God, some of those takeouts are brutal. Yeah, man. It just throws people off buildings. Died. And, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just gonna break your arms and legs and then leave you in an alley full of criminals. You'll be fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's another way of doing it. Oh, there was that um, that Wolverine game. Um, was it on the Xbox 360 and PS3? It was that that era, and it was literally like he just as he got damaged, he just like he 
skin just fell off and then his muscles it and then like, yeah. you could like you could just you literally be like a skeleton. skeleton. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds terrifying. Because didn't they there was like a, I mean that's basically the opposite of my one where my well, my dude would swell up and then that one would just it's go physically the opposite diminished. way. Well, that was such a weird game because I never played it. I gather it was very good, but there was a weird because it came out around the same time as the Wolverine movie, didn't it? X-Men Origins Wolverine. And it was like, oh yeah, we've made this like PG Wolverine film and a game that's rated 18 because it's violent as fuck. <laughs> and it's, it just they just didn't market it, I think. They just sort of left it left it to die. But uh, Right, Clint Driver says, last week Sean told us that his son shit his pants, but it was his trousers that ended up in the washing machine on a hot wash. Suspicious. Mm. Um, <laughs> to be clear... I, I I didn't just wash his pants in the washing machine on a ninety degree wash. I was like, well, I may as well chuck some other stuff in. That's that's how that happened. Um, it got me thinking, though. What gaming news or experience do you think would cause you to literally shit yourself? I don't know. I feel like my bowel control is pretty good. I don't think any. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, <laughs> I am. You know, getting older, yeah. but yeah. you know, I don't think any gaming news could make me literally shit myself. Literally is a big word there. It's doing a lot of carrying. Yeah. But yeah, like, it's just it a is. surprising piece of, you know, gaming news. I don't know. It would have to be uh, something that made me, like, personally nervous. Do you know what I mean? It could be nervous, <laughs> horrifying, it's, upsetting. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, something that somehow okay, puts, sure. like, puts pressure on me. Somehow. Would would some more detail about PlayStation games on their new service like you know <laughs> That's make you feel true. like that? Yeah, if if that that news came out and it turned out we were totally wrong, because like, I could give you some now because there's been there's been a oh my a god update. oh my god go on breaking news. T- turns out yeah. that the UK or you know the UK and you know power territories are getting fifty hertz versions of the games. You are so fucking kidding me. I'm not joking. Oh my god. How, how are everyone's bowels doing? <laughs> uh, Bowel update? Uh, I mean, I'm feeling a bit sick. They're fine, actually. They're fine. fine, fine yeah. Okay, good. Okay. Just, it's good to check these things. Um, <laughs> so, where are we with any game that we're like desperately waiting a sequel that's like been like 15 years? We've had, you know, we had a Duke Nukem. We had a Half Life of Sorts in Alex. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Like what? What? What's what's the next big game where we're like we're never gonna get a sequel or people been waiting ten years? Have we hit them all? I mean, we had we I had want the another portal. Sequel. I want another portal. Yeah, that's fair. Final Fantasy VII, yeah, the remake part two. Is that? Is that it? <laughs> yeah, but that, <laughs> is that, that will happen. Yeah. That will happen <laughs> is eventually. It happen? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I want it to happen. <laughs> we know. We now know. Yeah, the I mean, square... they, they literally talk about that kind of stuff last week, saying that yeah. well, they didn't. They weren't explicit about remake part two, but they said we're going to get some Final Fantasy VII update news in the uh, mm. in the coming. I think in, I think they said in June. Yeah, like well, I think what we <laughs> but, but what we are on the same scale of like <laughs> oh you know where's that Junior Come game or yeah like where's Half Life Three where's the new Shenmue like have we run out of them? There must be another game in that kind of ilk. That's... I don't know. I was going to say. I mean, the thing we've learned about Square Enix is you're either like you can have infinity money and time to make your game. Or you're getting sold off. It's one extreme or the other. So I'm pretty sure <laughs> this part two of the remake is, is going to happen. It's just a case of when we get it. It might be 10 years mm. from now, but who knows? Mm. Um, Maybe another Grim Fandango. That would be fun. Ooh. That would be like a damn, like, whoa, like another story set in the Grim Fandango universe. I was going to say, fun. yeah, like, where would, you, where would you go with it? Because it couldn't be the same. Yeah. Well, it could be some of the same characters, I guess. But Yeah, you couldn't really go with Manny or anything like no. that. But if you could go with another, like, 
another kind of agency worker or like yeah. some like another business within that world would be interesting because it be... it's kind of the the yeah. thought is that there are like it's a whole it's a whole universe down there right yeah yeah and like it would i would actually like a game where yeah you are just a, the travel agent and you just getting on helping people get <laughs> the to the afterlife agent. like without it you know like papers please but grim fandango yeah, absolutely you like you get your little case file like right here's this person here's how <laughs> awful they are and you've got to try and sell them a good travel mm. package um, mm. yeah i'd love that um if i think about the most the most the game i'm most eagerly awaiting it's definitely gta 6 but again we know Is that's it? happening don't we right that's basis yeah inevitable. Just, well i mean i've always been immensely excited for a new gta announcement and you know i feel like that they're obviously they come i think they're few and far between i mean isn't gta 5 like nine years old now mm-hmm I yeah, think I think it's a decade older. Three generations later. So, um, mm-hmm. like, you know, to see that first trailer, that first yeah. bit of news, I yeah. mean, I'm not saying quickly run to a cubicle, but <laughs> I'm saying I'll be pretty excited. I suppose, like, again, we know it's happening, but, the, you know, a new Armored Core is in development. Um, and, like, at least I know it's definitely coming out, but I suppose the anxiety is whether or not people will give a shit. Because... Like Amakor, like in the West, has always been received fairly poorly, um, and and then you know Dark Souls happened, and then I was like, right, cool. So next time they do Amakor, everyone will be like, oh, it's the Dark Souls guys. This is probably going to be good, actually. And then yeah, Amakor Five came out, and still no one gave a shit. So mm. I genuinely don't know what the what well, the, the vibe is for a new Amakor. Like, do pe- will people care now because it's from Soft or not? I don't know. I still it, only think that people cared, just about cared about FromSoft with Elden Ring. Yeah. Like, if I'm being honest, mm-hmm. like, if you're, if, if someone was to say, name one of the best games on, on PlayStation ever made, mm-hmm. uh, someone, like, in games might go, oh, probably, like, Bloodborne. Uh-huh. But the average population, they have no clue what Bloodborne is. Yep. Like, yeah. that really is quite a niche game still. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like FromSoft's in its, in its like, ethos is so weird that a lot of people have been sort of like warded off it by its difficulty. But I think with Elden Ring and like how did how that did, maybe something from from software that's a, even more niche will have like a better chance now. Yeah. Sean, you know what I need to do? Go on. Armor Core, free to play on mobile. Fuck yes. There you go. Sign me yeah. up. No, no, no. <laughs> it's not that. J- just say Armored Core um something something george rr R. martin oh yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> well this is the thing because the, the rumor was um that james s.a Corey of uh the expanse fame um did some work at FromSoft a couple of years ago so the theory is they worked on whatever this armored core game is which is which is right. my my version of having george rr R. martin work on but he needs Elden two Ring. like letters in the middle of his name for it to be the same yes effect, yeah it's never gonna work sean yeah yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> just just get George in. He can be like, "Yep," and then I say, no, "Just just get him to build it for a day and say he was, you know, kind of associated with it in that he was in the building when the game was being made. Yep. Put him and put that on a bus. Done. Yeah, twenty million. That's what we need. It's like when the Beastie Boys got Kerry King to do that solo on No Sleep Till Brooklyn. It's basically that. Just like it's exactly he'll come that. in exactly that. wasted for an afternoon and just be like, oh, I don't know, fucking ego. How's this? And everyone goes, Yeah, that's amazing. Cheers. That's yeah, that's what you want. Done. Done. Um Lou says, Hi there. I'm a long time listener, first time correspondent. In fact, I think this is the first time I've ever written into a show of any kind ever. 
Uh, let me take this moment to say thank you for all the work you're doing, bringing us such a wonderful oral, as in A-U-R-A-L, experience every week. Uh, now to my question. I recall in my youth playing Streets of Rage and thinking to myself, one day, Lou, you'll play a game like this and all the enemies will be completely unique to each other. All of them will have their own names and they'll all look different. Alas, I was wrong. We still haven't had that. So what hasn't <laughs> gaming achieved yet that you thought it would do when you were younger? This is easy for me, and it's okay. similar. It's like I always thought, you know, the crowds in FIFA, that would be every <laughs> single person will be different, yeah. looking different. They will look as realistic as they do at real-life football grounds. And no, that's still not that's still not the case. It's still Matt, well, for you, obvious like, reasons. <laughs> have you not seen eFootball, Matt? I mean, they're works of art. That's paper in the crowds. Well, the thing, like I it, said, like it's an interesting example because that it's not that we couldn't do that. It's just that it's just not really worth yeah, the what is development the point? time, right? Yeah, the yeah. performance that hit just yeah. to do that. Yeah, it's such but, a sacrifice for something that most people aren't going to look at. Yeah, so it's just like I've realised we're never going to get to that point. It doesn't matter. I mean, obviously, consoles now are incredibly impressive, and you know, especially compared to just five years away, let alone. 10 15 you know 20 years ago mm -hmm. but like uh you know but for that real reason we're never going to get to that point where we have lifelike crowds because why would they possibly put <laughs> yeah. all the kind of you know recently uh, the um kind of performance like power and mm -hmm. and what i'm rendering into the crowd for christ's sake i have to mm. say the uh hitman games are still weirdly impressive in terms of like crowd simulation yeah like even no, like good, Blood yeah. Money still yeah. looks better than like just in terms of the sheer volume of people and making them look different enough, um, and also letting you like navigate through them without it being a pain in the ass. Yeah, there was <laughs> um that level the the club level in Hitman Three that yeah, like, there's a massive crowd in the middle of that that you can sort of mm -hmm. like weave in between. I'm like this this is actually easier than yeah. real life. <laughs> this is nice. This is better than real nightclubs. See, the <laughs> thing with the Streets of Rage stuff is when I played it as a kid, I always just thought, okay. They're all part of the same gang. That's why they've got the same <laughs> name and they look the same. That's yeah. what it's about. Yeah. It's uh, no, right. you, you invented head cannon. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it's about. And that's why it's the same as Streets of Rage Four. You know, it's it's also like that. Yeah. I think, I think mine the, would be. Oh, God, sorry. oh sorry. I was just going to say batteries and controllers. Please last <laughs> more than thirty minutes. Like that's it. That's all I wanted. Impossible. That's kind of what I would want out of... I mean, I think it's just batteries and phones. Batteries and typically everything. They're the yep. big thing that feels like it holds back just the full potential of like a lot yep. of hardware and stuff today. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Well, Where are you, Imogen, on the whole PlayStation charging it versus Xbox using <laughs> physical batteries? I've never owned an Xbox. I've only ever really oh, okay. played Xbox games on PC. Um, oh, okay. Though I do kind of want an Xbox because I do want to try it out. But um, yeah, I've always been... A, someone who charged it because i grew up with um playstations and uh wii's and stuff and that's always been kind of thing like i haven't justified to myself yet the very single person thing of having a a, a controller to play and then one to charge and then swapping them out back and <laughs> forth that is yeah oh, yeah that i is will do that eventually but i don't want to drop that much money yet on that experience yeah fair enough I think my answer is like, like you know, like we, people used to dream of like, like when you know online games obviously becoming a thing, and then I think people thought there was going to be loads of like interesting like cross genre stuff. So like, like oh, you could be playing like a strategy game 
where you're looking at a map and there's all units and you're telling people where to go and they're all real people in tanks and fighter planes and then they're all playing a flight sim or a, or a first person shooter and, yeah. and like and obviously we've kind of seen that with like you know EVE Online tried it with oh fuck what was it called they did the FPS and they're, they're doing another one right I think they're, they're having another crack at it and that oh, sounded they? amazing like you know the whole point being that you'd you'd like fly around in space and you might like transport troops to a planet to do then do like a ground mission um and then that would be other people playing a completely different game that would then influence what happens in eve online like super ambitious and really interesting stuff but i seem to remember that yeah their first go at it was pretty bad um so yes that hasn't really happened yet um right alex 79 says this tcgs cogs in the machine of life i don't know how i feel about that Feels, feels weird. Oh, I like that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we're important cogs. We're not just any are old cogs. Are we though? Are we, are oh. we, are we just another brick in the wall, Matt? Do you know what I mean? Oh, good point. But without us, then life would fall apart. That's so. true. That's, yep. That's absolutely correct. Uh, it says, my middle son will be seven in a few weeks and has recently become obsessed with Pokemon. He's currently eyeing up Pokemon Snap or Pokemon, uh, Pokemon uh, Legends Arceus for his birthday and I wondered which you'd recommend as the better game he's pretty competent with a pad having completed Mario Odyssey the 500 moon challenge is off his plate Matt uh, it takes Fuck two sake. and the new Kirby among amongst others so the controls won't be an issue but as someone completely in the dark about Pokemon I wondered if you'd recommend one or the other or any of the other Pokemon games on Switch um, I mean it depends like Pokemon Snap isn't really a Pokemon game it's a photography game with Pokemon in it which is fine um, probably still really enjoy it but I, I think mean, it relies less really on good. the nostalgia. This, yeah. This depends really on if he's okay with dialogue, lots and lots of dialogue. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's pretty standard no matter what, right? And they're all a bit like that. What do you mean? All Pokemon games, there's always loads of text to wade through, is there not? That's what I'm saying. Like, if he's, if he's played a Pokemon game before, then definitely play Arceus. But if he hasn't, then I'm just saying there's, there's a lot of dialogue, especially at the start. Like, it's quite yeah. slow, slow starting. But if that yeah, isn't a problem, true. then I'd go for that, definitely. Because it is yeah. good. Yeah, it is really good. It's just, yeah, it's interesting, as you say, because if you've if you've played other Pokemon games, you can play Arceus and be like, oh, this is really different. Whereas if it's just your first one, like it'd be interesting if his son plays Arceus now and then like when, what are they called, the new ones? I've forgotten. The ones that are coming out later this beeps year. Beeps and boops. I don't know. Yes, beeps and boops. Little... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Pokemon beeps, Pokemon boops. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm it. A, that's I'm it. A boops man, personally. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, like it'd be interesting, like, because obviously we don't know how much of like the learning from Arceus is going to feed into those. I think probably quite a lot. Um, but yeah, Ar- Arceus is currently kind of an outlier. But then, yeah, to a seven-year-old who's never played a Pokemon game, that will not matter. I think I think you'll have a great time with both. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Arceus is like an actual going around catching Pokemon and doing battles with them game, whereas mm-hmm. Pokemon Snap is purely photography. Yeah, the only um, other two that I would say would be worth considering probably would be like, is it uh, Brilliant Diamond, uh, Shiny Pearl? Oh, but yeah, there's also yeah. the Let's Go Pikachu, which is kind of oh, like that's right. the, and the kind of the first game, but not and a little bit kind of easier in terms of like well as far as I've, I've not played these um, but I've played it's a little <laughs> Let, bit let's easier is, on those things. Let's Go is great I mean yeah my son played that and it was his first I guess it was kind of his first actually like um, his sort of Pokemon game that he played and he loved it. He still mm. plays it from time to time now. It's um, yeah it's, it's very good 
Cool. Would, would you say he prefers that over Arceus? Yes, definitely. He, oh, really? he prefers okay. the. So this is the weird thing because he prefers the traditional style actually over the over all the 3D stuff, which is mm-hmm. strange. Um, but I yeah. suppose yeah, because it, like if you're a, if you're seven years old now and you've yeah you've got obsessed with Pokemon presumably through watching the shows and stuff, like yeah, like you want to play the game where Pikachu's your best mate, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> whereas Arceus will be like, here's some other Pokemon you've probably not heard of yet. You've um, literally just unlocked a bit of my brain that I did not realize I had by saying that. Because I remember playing the original. I played Red or played Emerald, like one mm-hmm. or two, like one yeah. of the other, one or the other. And I was severely disappointed as a child that P- Pikachu wasn't just there. Yeah, Pikachu should have been just there. <laughs> yeah, you need Pikachu's to get yellow. Well, you have to get Pokemon yellow, yellow, wasn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's yeah, evil yeah. follows you around on the screen the whole time. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Right, I think there was an answer in there somewhere. Um, yeah, <laughs> ma- maybe Arceus. look at the Let's Go ones. I mean, yeah, so there's, there's Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, right? Yeah, yeah. that's right, yeah. Yeah, there are two. Eevee's my favourite, personally, but whatever. Yeah, I'm Team Eevee. Yeah, mate. Uh, Sam and Neil says, like a lot of people, I'm a big fan of fish and chips. What's your favourite takeaway dinner? That's a good question. We never, we never really talk takeaway on here, have we? It's so, weird. When so, I... <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't class fish and chips as takeaway, even though technically, like, literally, is what it is. I know what you mean. Mm. When I think takeaway, I think like delivery. Yeah. And I and I would always pick up yeah, fish, fish and chips. You yeah, you do to go pick, pick up, up at fish and chips, don't you? Don't get that delivered. And they and they don't yeah. take cards. They never take cards. <laughs> so you cash. To, Man, so then you have to walk down the street and try and find an ATM, <laughs> and it's really irritating. There's that, yeah. and there's the fucking opening hours of of chippies. What is that about? <laughs> don't get me started, John. <laughs> It's a, it's a Tuesday, of course they're not open, Sean. Exactly, uh, like, know. what the fuck? Like, <laughs> like, oh, it's between, like, you know, 2pm and 6pm, of course they're shot. Like, just weird, very odd. Is Tuesday the day they're going catch the fish? What is that about? <laughs> Definitely, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what happens. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, Chinese for me, personally, um, but I, I don't think there's any takeaway I don't like. I mean, I'm terrible with spicy stuff, so... If we're getting Indian, I'm like, yeah, can I have a coma, please? Um, can I have some naan? Yeah, loads of naan. <laughs> just to soak it up, you know. Can I have an omelette? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you do trifle? It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you say that, there's um, a, a, like a waffle place opened up near us. And they, well, I mean, it's, it's like a sweet shop in general, right? But they do, I think they do like waffles and hot dogs and stuff. And yeah, occasionally I'm just like, every, sometimes on a Sunday morning, I'm just like, are they delivering now? Because I could just get a shitload of waffles for breakfast. But then again, <laughs> they're never open when you want them to be. Useless. Annoying. Um, I mean, if I yeah, any takeaway, it will be curry, but yeah, um, it, but Jill isn't a huge fan of spicy stuff. And mm-hmm. generally, we we have like takeaway, if we do do it as a family, rather than it just being like Jill yeah. and I. So, and Elodie, it, it, she's starting to like a little bit more spicy stuff, but still nowhere near like what it needs. So we would generally just do Domino's because everyone likes that. It's, yeah, it's depressing. You can't really go wrong with Domino's. And I hate that that's a fact. Mm. <laughs> like, mm. like, I, like there's, we've got other, like arguably better quality pizza places nearby, but they're, they're sort of more traditional, like Italian style, whereas Domino's is like, can I have one that's, you know, absolutely huge <laughs> and basically is dessert but with meat on it? Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's horrendous. That I will regret in a couple of years' time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, like, 
<laughs> I was, like or make sure you drink like a pint of water yeah. before you eat it or else you're gonna mm. die um so yeah but yeah you can't beat it sometimes unfortunately as long as it is just sometimes yeah yeah mm. yeah um, how about you imogen unashamedly normally like chicken but not a very specific type like there are like uh-huh. is it pe- pepes like grilled mm-hmm. chicken like you can get in the uk where they just basically mm-hmm. put loads of like really nice spicy like sauce and some freshly grilled chicken that's really good with chips or See, like there's no like because i live relatively out in the sticks there are no good like chicken shops that's just not a yeah. thing like i have to go to manchester for or chester for like good chicken yeah stuff, i mean but... good good chicken is like just kind of my kryptonite like i mean fried chicken as well with a yeah, bit man. ugh. Oh, I had uh, like oh, Korean yeah. fried now chicken quite recently. Like, oh, <laughs> it's so good. So just like chicken-based things normally. Um, mm-hmm. But otherwise, if I was just talking like a like a, I say a region. China's not a region, but you know, Chinese <laughs> would probably be it. <laughs> a massive region. It's a big old region, the biggest. Uh, Roji says, I've recently been engaging a little DIY, removing a wall from my back garden. All was going well until I hit the end of my index finger with a lump hammer. Ow. Uh, the bone at the end of my index finger is now in several oh pulverized pieces. Christ. Apart from being rather sore, this is my right bumper, right trigger finger. Which <laughs> led me to thinking, the, real, the real news Which here. led me to thinking as I lay on my back lawn screaming in agony, <laughs> have any of the TCGS chaps ever had a game-threatening injury and how did you manage <laughs> Okay. I did have actually <laughs> recently I did because oh, yeah. when we moved when we moved here I was mm-hmm. obviously putting loads of things together yeah. and I did something similar where I dropped like something on my fingers oh, and shit. Uh, and I did the whole thing where you no, know no, like, no, where it, like no, no, no. how do you how do you drop something on your fingers no no I was I was yeah, lifting throw it in the air no no <laughs> I was lifting, down. I was lifting up something that I then had to put somewhere else and then it oh, I it see. slipped and then it right. fell on my fingers. I and, thought you meant uh, you like you were holding an object in one hand that you <laughs> dropped onto <laughs> your other hand. <laughs> it was a kitchen work surface, it was really heavy. Oh, oh, fair enough. And, and it went and it, it did the thing where it's like, you know, it was bleeding underneath my fingernail, you know, oh. and so then it's all like goes horrible and it goes black. And then yeah. for ages it was like yeah, it was quite painful to play some games and mm-hmm. In the end, I pulled off my fingernail, and it was horrible. And, uh, Grim. Oh, yeah. This is the they, worst. Yeah. Well, because they always say it's like eventually the the blood gets reabsorbed into your skin. But it was <laughs> oh, like good. it had been, and it had been it had been three months, and it wasn't. <laughs> so I was just like, I've got to get rid of it because it's gross. And uh, yeah, Ugh. it's fine now. It's all right. Oh, yeah. Wish I hadn't read this email. I was going to say. It, yeah. I mean, Matt, it looked like your fingers when you went to the My Chemical Romance. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was. Well, it was rough. <laughs> oh, okay, wait. <laughs> You mean um, cool? It looked yeah, cool then. Cool. Yeah, yeah, very it looked cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Um, I don't think I have any. I mean, like, yeah, like I've not. I've had like RSI from playing Destiny too much. Yeah, um, RSI. That's the only one I've really had. Yeah, but beyond that, like, I've never, I've not injured myself doing something else and then being like, oh shit, this means I can't play. Whatever. That's never been a thing. Yeah, I am. Um, I went. So when I was uh, much more active on rollmock forum every mm-hmm. year there was a big bar for me and actually that's where i met david yeah. um and uh one in one of the hostels where everyone was staying you know everyone's downstairs at god knows what time in the morning drinking and dancing or whatever and i saw a light on the wall and i like, put my hand on it i don't know quite why don't quite know why <laughs> and it was absolutely ridiculously scalding hot and i had a massive blister like in the inside like palm of my 
of my hand. Mm-hmm. But I was really embarrassed to like tell anyone about it for some reason. <laughs> and uh, we were driving back from there with like my friends like Lizzie and James, and then we stopped at Lizzie's parents on the way because they were they were kind of midway. And it was only then that I kind of revealed, look at my stupid hand with like the massive <laughs> blister right in the palm of it. Um, like it's an Oasis lyric, and um, <laughs> but yeah, that <laughs> basically you... meant I couldn't play games for for a long while. Did you uh, tell them how you did it, or you're like, oh, it's on a stove? Um, <laughs> no, I did. I was like, you know, <laughs> that red light. hot light. I mean, but why was there? Why was there literally a scalding hot light on the wall of a hostel where Oof. in like this back in this like, um, does sound like a dungeon issue. area where everyone yeah. was like, it was like that. I mean, I couldn't have been the only person to do that. But <laughs> I don't know. I clearly, think you, think you might have been. <laughs> Well, maybe yeah. everyone else is like, go, don't go anywhere near that scalding like, hot light. I'm like, what? Fucking light, what? <laughs> what? That fucking light, yeah. yeah. What a silly idiot. <clears throat> Have you got any imaging, or is it just the RSI business? Uh, just the RSI. When I was doing like a load of archery and kickboxing at the same yeah. time, my like wrists basically just started going. And at that time, I didn't play a lot of games anyway. But just holding a control at that weird angle because I didn't yeah. play PC even. That was kind of just um, was kind of it. My nails yeah. have been too long to game. That's been a bit annoying. I do wonder nails get how really long. Yeah, I do wonder like how people manage who grow the nails or you know obviously get get the nails done or whatever. I like I'm really weird about the length of my nails. I trim them like every like four days or something. It's ridiculous. Gosh. Like I can't stand the sensation of like my nails touching the keys. It feels weird. Really? <sighs> yeah. Well, because I am um, because I play like uh, I played i still play i uh, like guitar and stuff it never really was an issue mm. until like i kind of like took a break from that stuff and then um and then my nails would sometimes get in the way and that would be it or like when moving your thumb across like a d-pad or whatever your yeah. nail would hit like you know square when you're hitting x so like sometimes that happens but that's not really an injury that is just my own fault <laughs> you see because my dad plays um acoustic guitar and he grows his thumbnail but just his thumbnail. So he always has quite a long thumbnail and then trims the rest. It's weird. Like, I get it from a practical point of view, but it's weird. Yeah, I get it. You mm. do see people with, like, long nails on certain fingers, mm-hmm. and at one point I was young, I was like, what the fuck's happened there? But then <laughs> I realised, oh, no, yeah, they're probably to play guitar. Yeah, yeah, that's often it, actually. I but there's often some imaging where they don't play guitar. <gasps> And they're the ones you have to be careful about. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I mean this is these are notes I'll be taking when I go outside <laughs> of my house. Thank you. Yeah. I, I might have told this story before. I had a friend when I when I was a kid, um, who never used to cut his nails, and then we were going to see Godzilla in the cinema. Um not the I mean, yeah, I can't I can't remember what year that was. It was one with Puff Daddy on the soundtrack. When he was called Puff Daddy. Um, okay, yeah, so what, the 60s? So, yeah, 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 about, yeah. Ask your parents. Um, yeah, and he, <laughs> he, as he closed the car door as we got to the cinema, he like caught one of his nails <gasps> in it and it snapped, well, he like half pulled it off. So my mum had to take him to A&E while the rest of us went to see Godzilla. That is grotesque. Yep. Pretty bad. I'll, I will one day use that as a cautionary tale for my own son because he doesn't let us cut his nails either. Oh my so, god! <laughs> when I think he can handle the trauma of that story, I'll be like, okay, this is why you need to cut them. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why you always leave a note. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, last one. MD Krabuffs says, "What is your biggest complaint?" Where do I start? It's, um... <laughs> You've got to pick one, man. You got to. What's at the top of the pile? I have no idea. I've got just tons. 
I don't know what you mean. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be something really petty, right? It's not, something like actually an actual genuine grievance is, is sort of isn't going to be funny enough. Like, you know, in public toilets where mm. they have the quote automatic flush, mm. but it's like a sensor on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, well, that's not automatic. That's just a different kind of switch to make it flush that, <laughs> that I have to so use. Petty. I have to use it on purpose, right? It's not automatic. <laughs> so, so that, petty, that I love lines, it. Every every time I see one, I'm like, it's not automatic. So you're <laughs> expecting toilet just to know when yes. to flush. Yeah, yeah when but I stand when it up. when it gets it wrong and you're already and you're still sat there, that's awful. Yes, that's, yeah. that's true. That's the worst. I mean, I. Because, you know, some people do wipe standing up. I think they're a disgrace, but they do do it, and that would cause problems, wouldn't it? Mm-mm. Mm. This um, has been a disgusting podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about this image. It's not normally happened. like no, I've, I've enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I read this, I read that as like, what, what's the thing that people complain most about you? Oh, I see. Oh. Um, <laughs> no, I, I think I read that wrong. I think that says a lot about me. I was going to say, I mean, yeah, for, for me, it's mostly things that I now recognise as ADHD symptoms. So that's, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I think I know. I'm going to interpret this, not like a complaint about general life, but I'm going oh. to interpret it in the, one of my favourite subjects of conversation, um, mm. X. Do you know what X? Oh, are? yeah, 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 when you get the X. Yes. Yeah, 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 you get the X. Um yeah. I had one kind of recently where a guy was in my kitchen cutting bread, no, cutting pizza wrong. How was he doing it wrong? He was doing it weird and with a <laughs> knife in a bad way. If, okay, and I so he's using a knife. There. That's the, okay. Because I, I was, he was really using worried. a knife, but he was like <laughs> hacking the pizza. Is it one of those things where you're just like, what are you doing? I just, I went for having a chat and I looked at the way he was treating this pizza and I was like, why was I ever attracted to you? Like, <laughs> like you see, I was instant. I was getting anxious because I, I'm a big believer in using scissors on pizza and I was no, worried no, you were no, going to say, like, oh, he's using fucking scissors, like some sort no, of pervert. No, we're, we're talking but, kind of an oblong pizza, right? Right. And yeah. so, right. and so I still cut it like, um, you know, kind of into slices. In wedges, but he cut yeah. It down the middle. And then into like, um, oh yeah, again that, a few sides, and then at only the middle pieces. And oh, when no, I brought out, yeah, when I brought out QP mayo, he was like, "Do you have any other mayo? This one's too yellow." <laughs> and it was the, like a plethora yeah. of X, so many. <laughs> too My God, that's, that's a lot of red flags. I mean, the way he's cut the pizza is, I've I've definitely seen that. That, that I've done like, before I've with seen like, it but he also but, like I'm not talking like you know like putting the knife down and pressing down onto it to get it through the base uh-huh. I'm talking generally like holding it with one hand yeah. raising it and like slashing downwards into the pizza once oh what oh that is weird like, yeah you sh- yeah ring the police yeah <laughs> That's, That's the only option there. What I thought you were going to say it's more like kind of ripping it or tearing it rather no. than using the knife but what you've just described is way worse yeah yeah so, like, yeah, that's my biggest complaint of, like, uh, recent memory. Someone doing that in my kitchen, and when I offered to cut it for them, being like, no, 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 I've got it, don't worry, don't worry. It's like, no, like, you ah. demonstrably have not got it. Let me do it. <laughs> no, please, no, don't worry. I, I, I've destroyed a fair few pizzas in my time. I know how to not <laughs> do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we, oh I, we a constant issue in our house is um, the butter or margarine, whatever, and we get lower pack, which I think is like 50-50, whatever. Um, Jesus, someone's earning. Yeah, mate. Um, All right. 
Well, I was going to I was going to add an extra detail, but it just makes it even worse. We've switched to Waitrose's own now. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. We've all had a, a um, drink. So night. I'm basically I'm really neat in that I will take like one swipe from one side of the tub, and then I will turn it around and take a swipe from the other side. So it creates like a little peak in the middle, right? Um, yeah, that's probably me being weird. Whereas New will just fucking hack away at it. She didn't give a shit. Um, which I can't stand. And I recently found out it is a thing that some couples will just buy two tubs of butter or margarine or whatever they use, and they ha- and they have one each. So I think that's just, fair enough, no actually. Room. I it's, think yeah. that's fair enough. It's like when what, you hear about... In today's economy? But, well, there is that. Oh, in yeah, today's economy. Well. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, when you hear about married couples who sleep separately, and you're kind of like, you know what, I... Like, I mean, yeah, we all snuff really, uh, suffer really badly from snoring, right? So we've all had to sleep separately from mm. our partners at times. But um, yeah, you're like, do you know what? Not for me long term, but I can see why people would do that. And yeah, this is me with the two tubs of butter now. And no, I mean, for me, like when we got married, part of our vows were no, that we, we always share we always, the butter. Yeah. So we were our own vows, whatever, just get over the it. Same tub of butter. Burn. Yeah, the lure pack was mentioned, and we're like, you know, you know, to death us do part. Yeah, something, something lure pack. Yeah. So I wouldn't ever do that. Fair enough. No way. I can't think of a biggest complaint. I mean, I, I, there are probably there's probably just so many, but I think you, I think you have nailed it there. I don't need to go any further. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should probably call it a night. Do you want to do the socials, Matt? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So th- there'll be a patron bonus show out this week. We 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 promise we'll definitely record it. And uh, the common plan here is for the uh, for us to do a talks over of the Games Master Gore special this Saturday. Uh, if you're on eight pound fifty and above Patreon, there'll be an email out in the week with information about how to watch it live with us. And if you want to support us and to watch it live with us, go to Patreon.com/tcgs and you can support us in various different tiers over there. Uh, streaming wise, uh, this Thursday, see if Friend is back, of course. Uh, last week, Sean was with Ian Lee. And was. this week, Sean, who are you with? I don't know. I've, I'm in talks with someone whose name I don't want to mention in case they pull out. Oh, um, big celeb. Well, I mean, it, in our circles, yeah. Um, but basically, long story short, he's going to have a very bad day at work. So he said he'll either be in no state to do it or it might be exactly what he needs. So keep an eye on Twitter. We'll <laughs> figure something out. Okay. Well, either way, something will be happening Thursday uh, at 9 yeah. on twitch.tv slash tcgsco. But Friday, James is back streaming. And James, it says here you're streaming the game Who Pressed Mute on Uncle Marcus? That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's what what is streaming. that? Uh it's another one of those like FMV style games. Uh, I love Wales Interactive. And, Excellent. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to be playing that because I've heard reasonably good things about it. That it's actually quite a good one. So oh, I'll play that. Yeah. Nice. So they're both on Twitch.tv slash TCGS. If you miss them live, um, then just search for TCGS on YouTube and all the VODs are up on there. But if you are going to watch it live and you've got an Amazon Prime account, connect that to your Twitch account and you get one free sub every single month. Go over to our channel. We'd really appreciate it if you went over there and gave us your free monthly sub. Uh, so thank you to those that do. Remember, it doesn't auto-renew. doesn't notify you either. So if you've done it in the past, maybe a couple of months ago, we'd love it if you went back over there and did it again. Um, Patreon, I've, I've mentioned, so I can take that off. Epic Game Store, if you're thinking about buying any of the games maybe we mentioned earlier. In the sale. Um, There's a uh, sale on. 
Just there saying. is a sale on. There's a fire sale on. <laughs> uh, go over there. Enter creator code TCGS at checkout. If you're getting like V box or some Rocket League stuff or whatever you want to get, console or PC, enter the creator code and we get a small kickback. And TCGS.co is the website where there's links to buy the final few remaining TCGSCon tickets. There's our store for like merch and that. Links to our beautiful Discord, socials. I think I've probably named it all. Yeah, there you go. So There's nothing, it's enough to be getting on with. That's, that's more than enough, I think. Yeah. Probably too much, really. <laughs> right. Imogen, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. This has been an absolute pleasure. <laughs> Ditto. Been lovely. Um, I think yeah. Dave is back next week. He's not really said, and we're not pressuring I, him. I think so, yeah. yeah um, we'll see. Um, who was that, James? Were you going to say something? No. I, I thought, you, I thought I heard not. you do a... Like that. No, no, no. No, to make it okay, cool. I'm just here. I, I, I guess before we do go, Imogen, is there anything you want to like uh, tell everyone about, like your Twitter or oh, your yeah. Twitch or anything else at all? Oh gosh, um, my Twitch when I where I stream is Momento with a zero for the first O. Uh, you can see my tweets on Mella. Um and otherwise, um, yeah, that's it. Just read my things on PC Game and be nice to me, please. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely be nice to her, definitely. Imogen, do I'm you, really nice. Do you or have you ever played Sea of Thieves? I have <laughs> a couple of times. Okay, that's that's Here enough. Go. Uh, you're, at some point you will get badgered to join me on a Sea of Thieves stream. Uh, stream. Sorry. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> cool. That would be a pleasure. <laughs> on the list. But yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, the listener for listening to this. Um, yeah, we'll, as I say, we'll, there'll be Patreon stuff going on this week, but if you're not asked we'll see you on the show next week um thanks for letting us be natural see you next week bye everyone bye bye <laughs> <laughs> <Forgot any. laughs>